0: This week on the Steam Machine Podcast. So, there was this guy, right? He comes up to us and he's like, Hey, you fuck around and Two Face is gonna kick your ass. And we we're like, listen, you don't wanna fuck with us with the penguin, tear you out, Two Face fuck Two Face. We don't even worry about him. And this motherfucker's talking shit to me and he's drinking an Arnold Palmer. What kind of a gangster walks around talking shit drinking an Arnold Palmer? I mean, what kind of guy Did you hear something? I swear I heard something. Look out, it's the bat! Cue the music! (laughs) and welcome back to another episode of the steam machine podcast my name is dalton and joining me this week is one half of the destructive bros
1: yo nate's here again willie has the week off willie
0: has the week off and because we're doing superheroes and we have to feature a villain we figured who better to bring in than the villain himself The, the myth the man the legend you know him from yab's pod old jezza jeremy how you doing buddy yo 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 yo! That's what his weapon is. It's a yo yo. He yells yo, and he throws it yo. out. He wraps you up. You toast. I'm yo annoyed. <laughs> oh man! Yo
2: yo yo, Lenny.
0: How uh, how you guys doing? What you been up to these past two weeks?
1: Uh, yeah, man. Yeah. It's been pretty decent. Like uh, just been chilling. Start playing some other games. I finished Batman pretty early on in two weeks. I was just so obsessed with it while I was playing it. Spoiler, it's a good game. Um, (laughs) So, so I ended up testing out a couple other games that we've been having on for the show. One that really kind of surprised me is I played the intro section for Kingdoms of Amalur. Nice. And I think that's going to be a really good game for the show. I just want to throw that out there. So, shout out to Team Retro for sponsoring us playing that game.
0: Yeah, I I was very very happy to hear you say that because I know that Kingdoms of Amalur like got overlooked when it came out and that studio like that they released one game and it was Kingdoms of Amalur and it didn't do well enough and they fucking tanked.
2: Man, that sucks. And apparently that has got a let's got a slot.
0: It was uh they were called 38 Studios. Now apparently the dude who owned 38 Studios or ran it or whatever is a piece of shit. Oh. But uh <laughs> hey, it was a great it's a great game. Like like we've talked about before, dude. Art by um the spawn guy. Why don't my Todd oh, no. McFarlane? Thank you, Todd McFarlane. And then the Seth's brother. Yes, <laughs> the, the story is uh, R. A. Salvatore. So yeah, like fucking a. And you saw from the beginning, like the opening of that game is wild, like with, what, with yeah. what's going on and the fate and all of that stuff. So I'm uh, I'm really excited to get around to that eventually. It's it plays very much to me like the visual style. It, it reminds me of a prettier single player World of Warcraft in a way, but less just by the numbers click. yeah like less by the numbers and more like you're actually doing stuff but the visuals and the, just how everything's really colorful i appreciate that yeah. it's not just skyrim where i love skyrim to death but most of that game is a lot of white and gray you know and so i, I think that's why i always go back to oblivion because it's just these forests of green and beautiful colors and things and i don't know
1: yeah i will say the combat feels a lot more fun than skyrim combat too so far so looking forward to seeing how in depth that gets
0: yeah. And, you know, the, uh, I'll be interested to see what weapons you end up on, like, once you get into the game and you start picking up, like, the, uh, the named weapons and stuff. Like, yeah. It'd be fun. It'll be fun. Jeremy, have you ever played that, Kingdoms of Amalur?
2: No. It did not seem like something that would be up my alley, just based on Probably the cover. Not. You know how I love to judge shit by the cover. So, <laughs> <laughs> this
0: game doesn't run at 4K. What? This isn't isn't 1,000 frames a second? This is
2: 120 frames per second?
1: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, R.A. Salvatore doesn't even know how to play his instruments.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking tremendous.
2: Todd McFarlane, I don't even like Family Guy.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, um, so I also, like, did the, uh, the whole I beat Batman in a couple days thing. And uh, I dove into our next game, which I'm not going to mention yet, but, and I went around and did a bunch of stuff in that and basically set it up to where I'm ready to just go play the story. Nice. So I'm looking forward to that. And I also have been fucking around with the Witcher again. So you guys, listeners, you know how much I love the Witcher three. Well, I had never played through and beaten the blood and wine expansion. So I have been doing that in my like little, you know, off time thing. And it's a very, it's like a huge departure from the normal game as far as visuals go, because like the normal Witcher game, the land is very like, uh, you're not a hero, you're kind of just existing in this world that is not having a good time, <laughs> you know? And then you go to Blood and Wine and the area is called Toussaint, and everyone talks with a French accent and things, and it is such like, a, it's such a happier place. It's like a fantasy world almost. <laughs> like, I, I had to do this quest where somebody had stolen the genitals off a statue and it was this old man who was using them and somehow they were like giving him the ability to fuck all night so he nice. he's like let <laughs> me keep them I'll pay you and you have three choices you can either like take them let him keep them or just be like you can borrow them so i said I you mean can
2: <laughs> in his defense marble jump stays hard so
0: <laughs> that's fair <laughs> so he uh i told him I, okay you can borrow them so he's like okay uh gerald's like I'll come back tomorrow for him, and he's just like, "Oh, twenty-four hours—that's enough time for at least three more romps for sure." So, <laughs> so you leave. I went—I just went outside and used like the Witcher trance and waited twenty—I waited twenty-six hours just to be nice. And then I <laughs> went in. I went in there and talked to him, and the dude's like, "Shh, don't wake her up! Don't wake her up! I, <laughs> I can't take it anymore." And Geralt's like, "The same girl, or you know, whatever her name was." And He goes, "No, her sister." <laughs> it's like she has an insatiable appetite. I can't. Witcher, what do you do when the the mind and the soul is willing, but the flesh can't take anymore? <laughs> it, was, it was just funny as fuck, like this whole quest. And then I went and returned the dick and balls to the statue guy. And he's like, thank you. Come back and you will be able to stroke it for free. No charge. So the, <laughs> <laughs> it's just little things like that where like they put some... Lighthearted things into like otherwise serious stories is just, I love it. The Witcher, the Witcher's so good, it's just so good. It's yeah,
1: on the opposite end of the spectrum. I've been playing Resident Evil 2 now, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right, bro. How have you been enjoying that,
1: dude? It, I like it a whole hell of a lot. It is super stressful, though. Like, we've played a few horror games for the show at this point now, and this is by far the scariest horror game I've played. Like, I'll play it for like 30 minutes to an hour, but like. Good God! I need to stop for a while. I need to catch my breath. And like, and like recently, this I got to the section where now there's this like giant zombie dude in a hat that's just like stalking me through the built police building. I'm like,
0: oh God! Dude, now that you know who that is, I need to send you a clip. There's this clip that went around online of that. Do you know his name?
1: I, I saw it, but I forgot okay. it already.
0: Okay. Well, as long as I'm not spoiling anything, his name is Mr. X is what they call him okay and there's a video of somebody where that guy's just <laughs> walking this video <laughs> walking towards him and he's like getting up to him and they like pull out their bazooka rocket launcher and aim it at him and he just stops turns around and starts walking away and just fucks off like <laughs> <it's> just, <laughs> it was a glitch but those the funniest shit i'd ever seen where he was just like <laughs> nope not today <laughs>
1: I, remember, I know because I remember the first time he started following me. He's like he like after he lifted the helicopter that crashed into the police building and threw it off. He started looked at me and started following me. I just ran back and hid in the closet. I just like I swear I stayed in there for ten minutes. Like is he
0: gone? Is he gone? Is he gone? <laughs> oh man, and Jeremy, you've played Resident Evil two, right?
2: Um, or bits and pieces.
0: So my experience with it is the original on PlayStation yeah. way back in the day. So I'm interested in playing this new one. Because I remember I mean, being the, a, oh good.
2: The new one is gorgeous, and you know how I am it, for for it just graphical fidelity. It's oh, it's a gorgeous game.
0: The uh, I always really liked it uh, on PlayStation. Like you, back then, I was used to the tank controls and everything. Um, but if I remember correctly, Mister X isn't in the original Resident Evil Two. That was like something they added for, or he doesn't chase you the entire time, or or whatever it is. Yeah, I but, think
2: he's in it less.
0: But. Me when I was younger, of course, you know it was like the Final Fantasy VIII, Final Fantasy VII thing. My friend Emmett, he loved Resident Evil Two. I liked Resident Evil Three. Nemesis is my boy. (laughs) But uh, I still, I still really did enjoy Resident Evil Two back in the day. So I'm glad that you're playing that and uh, shitting your pants. It's funny to hear your messages or read your messages when you send them, and you're like, I'll I'll just be
1: playing, and then I'll take a break from the game and be like oh god and just type everything that happened to me in our group chat because <laughs> it's it's been fun as hell but stressful too like i really like this game a lot
2: dude, one of the best uh clips from that is when they show like they show him coming and they just dub over it with uh x gonna give it to you by <laughs> yes dude <laughs> so he's just walking through stalking you and that song's playing in the background
0: i i wonder if there's a mod out there for that where like you can hear him coming in the distance. You just see that. It, <laughs> gets, so it gets louder yeah. as he gets closer to you. Just mod in DMX in place
2: of <laughs> Mr. X, and just have him have him like <laughs> rapping it to you while he's coming after you.
0: I've seen some mods where people have changed Mr. X into different things, and it's oh tr- my god, dude, I just
2: saw one today. Um, now Spider Man's on PC. Somebody has uh, modded Kermit in. Are you gonna be Kermit the Frog instead of Spider-Man? <laughs> oh, it looks amazing. That's awesome. I saw that one and I saw the uh they modded God of War for uh and replaced it with Simpsons characters. So like oh Kratos God. is Homer, Atreus is Bart. Um who's the guy who comes at you in the beginning of the game with all the tattoos? I can't remember his name. Oh, the, but, f- uh, the
0: faded one or the fateless one or something like yeah, that. Yeah,
2: something like that. Uh, they replaced him with Ned Flanders. I thought that'd be
1: a good one to replace with Sideshow Bob. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh my god.
2: It just looks so funny, dude. I love that. Talking about scary Resident Evil, play Resident Evil Seven in VR with headphones on. Oh god. (laughs) Like it is. It is proper like brown pants territory.
1: (laughs) I bet, dude. Because like even like game like we've talked about a lot on this show, Phasmophobia. The couple of times I've played it in VR, it makes it. A hell of a lot scarier for a game that's only kind of scary at this point. But like <laughs> VR can mess with
0: you pretty
2: good. My uh, uh,
0: my only experience with horror in VR so far was on PlayStation. I had until dawn, Rush of Blood.
2: That game has its moments of just like jump scares that are yeah. that are pretty epic. I um, have that game, and uh, yeah, it's pretty pretty out there.
0: Nate, basically, what it is is like you're in a cart, and it's like you're going on a track through a, like a, yeah. I think it's like it's supposed to be like a quote unquote haunted house or a, like a there, ride there's type a thing, but.
2: bunch of different levels yeah but the one is like a, a, almost like a haunted house there's like clowns and stuff and like possessed books and things like that Yeah. Oh, yeah it's there, an on rail shooter where you have guns and okay. you're just shooting at enemies as you ride through
0: oh I might have only had the demo then if there were more levels that's the only one I remember Yeah, there,
2: there was a free demo but then yeah you could buy the game I think I paid like seven or eight bucks for it on playstation network and yeah, there's a bunch of different levels to it but yeah the demo is kind of like house
1: of of the dead or one of those kind of old games that you play at the arcade
2: sort of but instead of being like transporting you to a certain section and stopping it's like you're on a roller coaster and as you're riding Uh, this roller coaster you're like shooting at the stuff that's like there's sections where saw blades come out and you have to like duck and dodge the saw blades um it's it's If you can dodge a saw, you can dodge a ball.
0: (laughs) That scene would have been so much different. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Slinging saw blades
0: at him. Pings him in the head with a saw blade. He's just dead.
2: (laughs) Oh, dude. I saw the funniest video the other day. I think it was on TikTok or something. The dude was like, if I got caught by uh, Jigsaw, and he's like, you know, tied up to a thing. He wakes up, and Jigsaw's like, oh, I noticed you rushed through life without looking at anything. So... I left you a spoon and there's an explosive device behind your left eye. And he like holds up a plastic spoon and he's like, you're to save yourself. You're going to have to scoop your eye out. And he's like, Nope, Nope. Just kill me. Like Drops the spoon. Like, just kill me. He's like, what, wait, what? He's like, Nope. You know how damn expensive those medical bills are going to be? No, I ain't paying for that. Just go ahead. Just blow me up. I don't care.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Oh man. Um, what else have I been up to? Jeremy, have you played anything interesting these past couple weeks?
2: Um, so I finished up Batman, and I started back on uh, Farming Simulator 22 today. Um, nice. So, so, you know, I played it well over 100 hours. Well, I had a bunch of mods in it, because one cool thing about Farming Simulator is even on console, they let you download mods. Oh, so cool. a bunch of mods on it, hundreds of hours in, and my Xbox at the store decided to just delete all the mods I had downloaded. No. So I go to log into my game, and it's like, oh, all this equipment... You don't have it downloaded anymore, so it's not going to be there. So I'm like, well, screw this, and I just didn't play it for a while. Today I was like, I'm gonna start a new farm because there's a there's a mod you can do like an ethanol factory, and I was like, I'm just gonna do that, like grow corn and make ethanol to sell. So I started a new farm today, but I didn't get very far because like you know people kept coming in. I don't like to play while customers yeah. are in the store. Um, at home I've been playing a lot of Judgment. I'm about like twenty. 26 or 28 hours into it and it's like I really wish you guys could play that game because that game is amazing Yeah, Do you
1: like it better than you liked uh, Zero?
2: There's things I like better about it. I'm really attached to the characters from Zero Yeah, but like in this game you have a like you know you've got your smartphone so when you pause it pulls your smartphone menu up and you can open your map you can text message people you can uh there's a thing called Kam- Kamaru Go, which is like your achievement app. So you can go in. It'll show you like all the different restaurants and shops. And there's like achievements. Like each of the restaurant, you get an achievement for eating or drinking yeah. every item on the menu. Then there's like a lot of them has secret items where you have to complete the friendship with the person who works there to get the secret menu item. Um, but then there's a lot of stuff. Like there's one that's. You can wall, like wall jump attack enemies, like run to the wall, you'll jump off of it, you have to hit X or Y, and they'll do like a flip kick or whatever. You have to do that like 300 times to get the goal <laughs> of achievement on it. So I'm just like, every time I run across a group of guys in the street, I just keep like running against the wall and spinning back kicking them just like, just over and over until I get them. Now, nice. what's cool is, you know, in Zero, majima I had slugger style, but that was really the only weapon you could use. In this game, you can pick stuff up off the street and use it as a weapon. So, like bicycles, traffic cones, signs, all kinds of stuff. You just go to it, press B, and he'll pick it up and just wail people. Oh, you can? Yeah. You, oh, I didn't. Did you carry it in, in zero? zero? I don't remember that.
1: Yeah, dude. Oh, that's I was right. picking up stuff with Kiryu all the time and whacking people in the head with it. <laughs> uh,
2: I, I never <laughs> noticed it. So, But in this one, you can do it. And, like, you can do a, what's called an EX action. Um, so instead of. What were the meters called in Zero? Oh,
0: was a Heat Gauge? I don't remember. Heat, heat Gauge, gauge yeah. yeah.
2: So in this, you have an EX gauge, and it slowly fills up, and when you fill it up, you can hit the right trigger, and you'll go, like, power mode for a little while. But uh, you can nice. do EX actions, too, where, like, if you get a, a specific combo, it'll pop up. So, like, hit Y for EX action. And there's really cool ones. Like, you have uh, your partner in the, the PI firm is named Kaito. So you can do stuff where, like... it's like a two-person attack like you'll kick the guy up in the air and Kaido like uppercut him in the back and then you like come down and kick him in the face and um stuff like that you can do ex uh one of the coolest ex actions is if you have a bicycle you hit the button he like throws the bicycle in the air jumps up and does like a spinning kick and kicks the bicycle into the person's face like (laughs) it's just like the combat super smooth like i was telling dalton about it um you know, in Zero, you walk up to a door to go in a building and it cuts to a loading screen and then loads back into the building. In this one, you just walk up and like push the doors open and walk into the building. It's, That's cool. oh, it's great. Like, it's just little quality of life things like that that I really enjoy. But like I said, I do love Kiryu and Majima. So I definitely love the Yakuza games, but yeah. Judgment's been amazing so far.
1: That's good to hear. I'm glad to and,
2: hear that. And the story is very engaging. It's very, uh, twist like a of like, twists and turns um you do have tailing missions which i've, I've never been a fan of tailing missions Boo. but they're not yeah. that which now i'm playing on easy granted but they're not that bad like there's a meter at the top the person's walking if they stop and turn around and see you they'll be like is that is that such and such and you can go hide behind a sign or hide behind a car and they'll just be, Oh, I guess okay. not. And what, you know, typical AI logic. It's like, is that, is that Batman? Oh, you <laughs> ducked behind a car. I guess not. I'm just going to go about my business. So like, it's not too, and it, you tail them for a certain distance and then it's, it'll just pop up and say, you know, tailing mission complete. There's chase missions where you have to chase people and you have to like, you know, quick time button presses to avoid obstacles and stuff. But like I said, none of it's, It's stuff I don't necessarily like, but they do it in such a good way that it's not that bad to do it. Um, The only thing I don't like, and this is across the board for all those games, is there are achievements for the fighting games and the arcades, and I suck at fighting games. (laughs) It's like, to get all the achievements, you have to beat all those fighting games, and there's no way I'm going to be able to do that, because I'm just so bad at them.
0: See... I'm good at fighting. Well, I say good. I'm decent at fighting games. I am fucking awful at OutRun. I've come to find out <laughs> when I was playing Zero.
2: I did pretty decent with OutRun. Like, my first run in OutRun in the game, I got the gold achievement for, like, three million oh, wow. points or something like that. <laughs> um, the same thing with there's, there's some motorcycle racing game. Like, you know the arcade you actually hang sit on. on the plastic motorcycle and, like, slide it back and or forth?
0: Super hang on. Yeah.
2: No, it's not Hang On, though. It's something else. Because um, you're, like, racing space bikes or, like, huh. some, something futuristic. It's pretty cool, though. But then there's, like, Fighting Vipers. There's uh, Virtual Fighter, I think, 3 and Virtual Fighter 5. Um, what? There's Kamarocho of the Dead, which is, like, the House of the Dead game. Oh, they actually put that in? Yeah. Uh,
1: that's, well, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome.
2: Okay. So, like, it's... I, remember I,
1: tried to, I saw that game was actually released for a while on Steam, and they've taken it down... So, like, I'd so, like to try that out at some point. Oh, no, I'm thinking of Streets of Kamurocho, which is like a Streets of Rage version with uh, um, Kiryu and Majima.
2: Nice.
0: that. But, yeah, yeah. it's
2: uh, it's pretty interesting. The UFO catchers have a lot more prizes in them. And you can actually take the prizes to your detective agency and, like, decorate the agency with them. Like, nice. set them up on the sh- And they have, like, the super monkey ball characters are in it. Um, and then a bunch of, like, cat dice and stuff. Um yeah definitely it's worth checking out. I know it's on Series X, it's on PS4 and PS5, but apparently it's not coming to PC because I think one of the voice actors had a falling out with the studio and it kind of halted progress on it. It's like they've canned any sequels for uh Judgment and Lost Judgment, which sucks, sucks because man like uh Yagami is a is a cool
0: character. Yeah, that's a bummer that's not coming to PC. I remember yeah. I think it was like a dragon. Like when I was dabbling in that, that I went into the Sega building because I was like, "Oh, what do they got?" And I saw Virtual Fighter Five, and I was like, "What?" So I just played through an entire arcade thing of Virtual Fighter Five and was like, "Hell yeah, (laughs) this is awesome!" Yeah, I'm excited to try Like a Dragon, but I kind
2: of now that I've done Zero, I kind of want to work my way through the series, and I assume the Kiwami is going to be played on this show at some point, so oh, I'm kind yeah. of, oh, yeah. kind of oh, waiting yeah. for that before I start that one, because I don't want to play it now, and then have to play it again in like two or three months.
0: <laughs> I can tell you that probably, well, eventually, all of the Yakuza games will be played on this show.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah I kind of want to play through them in, in succession,
0: I, so that... I'm the same way just because, like, the first six games are that, that, that arc is Kiryu's arc. And then, yeah. like a dragon, starts something completely different. So it's like, yeah. I want to see Kiryu's story through to the end, and then I'll get Wait into, there. uh, yeah. Ichigo, I think is his name.
2: Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a dude in this game called, uh, Ichinose. And every time I hear it, I just start cracking up because I'm like, that dude's name's Ichinose.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Ichinose.
2: But it's That's- pretty neat. There's like, uh, basically the to a spoiler free plot is you're you used to be a lawyer and something happens you give up law you start being a private investigator and you uh people like people are getting murdered and their eyes are getting gouged out so there's been like three of these murders so someone you know gets arrested for it and that kind of starts off like you have to prove that he didn't do it and then in proving that you're like I want to find out who the real killer is so then the whole plot basically is you trying to figure out who the real killer is but then you've got all the side 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 cases is what they call them um we're like finding stray cats for a dude and yeah. helping a kid find his dad and you know yeah. all the, the typical uh stuff that those games do on the side I yeah. have not seen a guy dancing around in his underwear yet but <laughs> oh well um, it, it may be there's something. Yeah,
0: (laughs) no stars. Are you kidding me?
2: Yeah, (laughs) I'm gonna like mod him in if they ever make a PC version.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh man, um, yeah, dude, the Yakuza games are so fucking good.
2: Oh, yeah. I did. I always thought I might would like them. I always saw them. I'm like, I like Japanese stuff, but I never played them. And then when you guys started talking about Zero, I was like, man, this sounds pretty good. And they put it back on Game Pass. So I'm like, all right, time to try this out. And man, I've not looked back since.
0: One of the many times that I'm convinced that someone somewhere listens to this show. That has control over shit like that. Because Nate mentioned... I don't even know if he mentioned it on the show. I think he mentioned it in our Discord. Like, I'd really like to play Death Stranding. And then, like, two days later, they're like, oh, yeah, we're adding Death Stranding to Game Pass. And yeah. Like, what? <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yep. Oh, that game is so good. I love that game so much. Yeah, I'll have to I-
1: play that. That might be good to play around next month. Like, October, too. So, we'll see.
2: I will say a lot some time Because I think when I beat it, it was... Somewhere between 60 and 70 hours. Um, Do
1: you want to know how many hours I put into Yakuza 0, Jeremy? uh,
2: I don't even want to know.
1: (laughs) I ended up playing Yakuza 0. I'm looking at it on Steam right now for 86.6 hours.
2: Nice. (laughs) Beautiful. I will say Death Stranding in in true uh, Kojima form, there is like an hour and a half long cutscene at the end of the game. (laughs) Like, dude, literally, gee, well,
1: I swear to God,
2: dude, I remember beating that. I was at work, and I think it was like I was closing up, and I was like, Oh man, there's a cutscene starting. So I start the cutscene, and I'm just like, Jesus Christ, I want to go home, and like I have yeah. to sit here through an hour and a half long cutscene.
0: Well, that's like I've told the story of me and Dustin, uh, shout out to my buddy yeah. Dustin, smoking, going outside, smoking a blunt, and coming back in, a cutscene still going on Metal yeah. Gear 4, and then, uh, on outside xbox there was like the i don't even remember what the fuck the trailer was it was just like norman reedus walks into this room and he looks at a box and he pulls the box down and everybody's like oh my god he's gonna do metal gear stuff and he sets the box on the ground and he hops into it like literally hops into it and lands in a crouching position and then just sits in the box and then like he gets out of it puts the box up and the whole trailer is over and and andy just goes what the hell was that just make a movie, Kojima. For for God's sakes. <laughs> <laughs> which didn't oh. Kojima just open a studio, like where he's talking about doing movies and games?
2: Yeah, so. which he had Kojima Kojima Studios, which is what did Death Stranding. But I want to say somebody bought that, some bigger company bought Kojima Studios. Um, but yeah, I think he opened another one where he's talking about doing like movies and stuff too. Because my understanding is he he cast people in his movies that he want, wants to hang out with like he wanted to hang out with Norman Reedus or games I mean so he just cast him in Death Stranding so he could hang out with him a bunch
0: <laughs> that's yeah, funny I love the, uh, the the little Twitter interaction between them where like Norman Reedus put out something where like they're hard working at Death Stranding 2 or whatever and Kojima retweeted it and commented he's just like I'm gonna put you in the naughty room Reedus or something like that he's like you're not supposed to tell people about this yet <laughs> Oh, Dude, man. I
2: think I sh- I think I may have put it in the Discord. I know I put it on Facebook. Um, so in the first Death Stranding that came out, it had a Monster Energy uh, partnership. So you had like cans of Monster Energy that you could drink while you were in your travels, and they were like set up in your in your private rooms and stuff. When they put the directors cut out on PS5, it was changed to Bridges Energy. So like I guess they lost that partnership and couldn't use the monster stuff because the cans were like had all the nutritional information like all the stuff on them that a real can had so to me that just added to the immersion of it like man this is seems like it's taking place in real life and they took that i was like man that kind of sucks that they took that out like that
0: someone went to work one day and kojima was like i need you to model a monster can and probably put it in front of him and was like and i need everything Yep. it's not just the M, like you need to do the yeah. TM Text, and all of everything
2: that. <laughs> everything. Like, oh man, I had the I had the thing in my memories on Facebook the other day, and like it it looked like a bunch of cans of Monster just sitting on the table. But yeah, that game is such a good game and it's absolutely beautiful too.
0: <coughs> Speaking of good games, gentlemen, this week, well, these past two weeks, we played a little game called Batman Arkham City.
2: Arkham City? I thought you said Arkham Origins. <laughs> what the hell? I played the wrong game.
0: Damn it, Jeremy!
2: Damn it. And this? No, I did play Arkham City.
0: Will lead us to the O'Dubs now. O-dubs. I just realized that I clicked the Batman Arkham Wiki, but that works. It's got the same info. So, the O'Dubs Batman Arkham City is a 2011 action-adventure video game developed by Rocksteady Studios. It is the sequel to 2009's video game Batman Arkham Asylum. See, way earlier when me and Ryan covered that game. Uh, the game was released by Warner Bros. Interactive Entertainment for the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360, and Microsoft Windows. The game was officially announced during 2009 Spike Video Game Awards, back when people cared about Spike TV. Yeah. And was released worldwide for consoles beginning in North America on October 18th, 2011, and the PC version in November a Wii U version called Arkham City Armored Edition was released in September 2012.
1: I did not know that existed. Otherwise, I might have played it back in the Wii U days. Holy (laughs) crap.
2: (laughs) Now,
0: here's
1: something... Yeah, I think
2: I've had that come through the store once or twice. Because there was a... Was it that game that had a a DS or 3DS version, too? Did it? Uh, It was like uh, Arkham City Blackgate or something like that.
0: Well, so I have... There, no, I'm sorry. This is a mobile game that I have pulled up the wiki that I'll touch on in a second. But uh, what, what were you saying, Black, Batman? What?
2: I'm gonna see if I can find it. Let's see.
0: Okay, if you're looking it up, then I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was
2: Batman on. It was Batman. No, it was Arkham Origins. It was an Arkham Origins Blackgate version on 3ds. That was a side scroller. I've always kind of wanted to watch. The, I've always kind of wanted to play that. Yeah, I'd
1: play it. that would be interesting.
0: <laughs> so here's a little uh fact that I did not know. Arkham City was scripted by veteran comic book Arthur Paul Dini, who also scripted Arkham Asylum. Yeah. so that's that's cool. like Homeboy's actually written Batman so he knows what he's he knows what he's doing. and I think yeah, that showed it, it does absolutely like it really like is quite good. um but before we get into that uh, there was a spinoff to Arkham City called Batman Arkham City Lockdown. And now this was a 2011 fighting video game developed by NetherRealm Studios, the Mortal Kombat huh. guys, and published by Warner Bros. Interactive. Now this was based on the DC, DC, what the fuck, DC superhero <laughs> Batman, and is the first mobile game in the Batman Arkham series. Uh, Does it
2: still exist?
0: I'm not, I'm not sure. Uh, let me let's see. The game was released for iOS in December of 2011 and Android in 2013. Uh, i think it's
2: 11 years old it probably doesn't exist anymore
0: yeah i would assume well i don't know it says is and not was a 2000 fighting game
2: that's interesting okay uh
0: but anyways yeah it says uh I how to find out i'll say pull it up on your phone uh right <laughs> set a few weeks before arkham city arkham city lockdown follows batman as he attempts to capture several villains who have escaped from arkham asylum and are causing mayhem in the streets of gotham city as Batman, players fight enemies using melee combat and earn points for doing so, which can be used to upgrade Batman's stats or unlock gadgets in alternate costumes.
2: And no, I don't see it on the Google Play Store. So. I don't see it on the Apple
1: App Store either.
2: Now, I want to I say something, though. Batman Arkham City came out in 2011. Rocksteady re-released it one time on Xbox One and PS4 in the Return to Arkham pack and PC. Skyrim came out in 2011 and those bastards re-released that game like 12 times already. <laughs> so, hey, be more like Rocksteady, Bethesda. Put out a good game and let it be. And put out another good game after it. Don't just put a game out and ride its coattails for the next 20
0: years. Is there heat? It's not scalding, but I feel it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. But, yeah, dude, so... I just thought that was interesting that there was a phone spinoff. Like I had no idea oh, that yeah. existed. Um, I feel
2: like that was a time when like everyone thought the mobile video game market was going to become a massive thing instead of just this like watered down ad revenue stream. Um, yeah. So yeah, there was a lot of stuff getting put out on mobile.
1: Yeah, was- yeah there was definitely potential, and I think there still kind of is, but they're not taking advantage of it at all. Like I think most people are kind of. Where I am where it's like, I would rather not play a game on my phone. I say as a, I have Pokemon Go pulled up.
2: <laughs> I think the problem with it, though, is because uh, you look at like Nintendo. Nintendo got into the mobile game market with, uh, there was some me Universe game, but like the the first game anybody cared about was uh, Super Mario Run, yeah, right. which was a good game, but you could pay like 10 bucks, buy it, and you got the whole game. Well, they hardly made any money off of it. And then they put out, uh, was it a fire or a, I can't remember if it was a fire emblem one or if it was Animal Crossing first. But I know like Animal Crossing came out. It was free with microtransactions. They made like a billion dollars off of it. Yeah. So of course, all these studios are like, let's put out the, the inferior game that's going to make us a ton of money through microtransactions versus having to make an actual, cause I mean, I'm gonna say eighty percent of the mobile game market now is absolute garbage. That's just hey, click on this for thirty seconds, then we're gonna show you a thirty second ad. Yeah,
1: well, see, even like Nintendo, like I don't like how they're still doing their mobile games because I was paying for a subscription to mm-hmm. uh, Mario Kart uh, Tour. Their Mario mm-hmm. Kart and it's an okay game. Like it plays fine, races are fun. But then, even if you're paying for a subscription, the microtransactions they still ask for yep. to get you to unlock anything is so ridiculous. And I was, fu- and like, finally they released some characters that I really wanted. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna get these characters to have the subscription have all these coins saved up. And I didn't get the characters I wanted. I wanted Dixie Kong really bad. And yep. I didn't get her when she was available. And I was like, Screw this game when I deleted that off my phone and stopped paying the subscription after that. Cause it's like, if I can't even get the things I want when I'm paying for it, then why do I have this?
0: Bro, I what game was it? I think it was Fantasy Star Online 2. Did a crossover with Persona 5. And I spent ten dollars to get some currency to pull the, you know, the gotcha thing that they had yep. for mm-hmm. it. And I got a costume for a female character from persona five and i'm a male so i can't wear it and i'm like dude that shouldn't even be possible like it no, should that, be- sh-
2: that shouldn't be an option
0: yeah I, no. and i was just I, that was before they did release the fantasy star online two new genesis or whatever but it's just kind of it soured me a little bit on it you know like you said and now like i like the other day i was like oh, i'll play some fantasy star and i clicked install and it was like a it's like a hundred and something gigs now and i'm like that's just not worth that much space on my computer <laughs> Nope. at least not at the moment you know if i can get another you know uh ssd then that's a yeah. different story but <laughs> but man uh so interesting so the prologue of batman right the very beginning um I'm going to let, Nate, if you remember anything about the opening cutscene, I skipped it on accident <laughs> when I was first starting. <laughs> so if you want to talk about the cutscene, I can come in when uh, when you're doing the walk-in in the beginning. So
1: Yeah, so the beginning of the game basically you start off and you see Bruce Wayne is running for mayor because he wants to shut down what has become Arkham City, which is in inside of um, Gotham City, which is like this city where basically they're having like A city where all the inmates are running around doing whatever they want to within the city of Arkham City, which is the prison, instead of just, like, you know, having a real prison. (laughs) So, he's kind of running on the justice platform. And while that's going on, um, Dr. Hugo Strange and his men all come in and start kidnapping people, including Bruce Wayne, to throw them into Arkham City, the prison itself, which is fun political prisoner stuff. And so... Bruce ends up getting taken in along with people like Jack Ryder, like the and a few other like uh, media personalities, the news folks. And he's walking in, and immediately people are like, "We're gonna get you, pretty boy Bruce. We're gonna take your millions of money from you." Like everybody's just like talking shit to him as he's walking through. And then, like finally, he starts to get into the prison, and one guy kind of stops him. I forget the word, like the voice lines of things he says it was like. But he points at him in a certain way, like a gun finger gun kind of thing. And it's funny because later on you find out well, you don't find out, but you can kind of, cause I watched the cutscenes again after I beat the game. Like that was dead shot.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That opening scene, when you're walking in, the guy <clears throat> looks at you and he does that with his fingers, that's dead shot. And then also during that scene, I'm trying to find it who it was. I'm trying to remember. I think it was red hood, but I'm not hundred percent sure. Um, when you're on your way in, if you look to the left, there's somebody struggling with the cops, and that's another like that's another Easter egg, and I'm trying to remember who it was. Uh, um, I don't think I saw that one. But I'm looking through this list, and there's just so many Easter eggs in this game that I'm like, uh... Death Earth,
1: dude, yeah. Which one was it? But I think it well, was well, Red Hood. Well, okay, Red Hood. Oh, well, I'll say, well, if you wanted to look that up, yeah. I was going to keep going. Like You kind of just get in there, and the first person you actually really run into is Penguin and his men that just immediately start dude i want to say this early on in this game penguin he is so bitch made dude like he does nothing (laughs) for himself you know what i mean it's like so finally bruce wain's in front of him he's like i got you now bruce i'm gonna kill you with this iron knuckles or brass knuckles or whatever he has and then bruce just kind of like knocks it out of his hand and punches him one time and penguin runs away he's like get him boys
2: (laughs) but now that's pretty true to his character in the comics too, because he's always been a facilitator more than Yeah. That. He rules by fear, but he has everybody do everything for him, and then when Batman gets his hands on him, he's like, oh no, please don't hurt me.
1: Yeah, which is what I'm like, and throughout the course of the game, I just feel like he continues to show that, just how bitch-made he actually is.
0: I, I don't know about you guys, but, like, the way they designed his face really bothered me. Like, <laughs> that thing over his eye being, like, in his fucking face and not a monocle, Yeah. Just creeped me the fuck out, dude.
1: It it looked to me like it was like a Coke bottle that had been cut down and kind of shoved in there, you know? Yeah, it
0: just gave me the willies.
1: Yeah, Um, the character models in this game, I think they look really good. Like, I don't know if this is like an upgraded version for PC or whatever, if this looked that good when it came out, but it looks really good still today.
0: Oh, I, I don't know how it looked on PC back in the day, but I can tell you... The way we played it looks a hell of a lot better than how I played it on PS3. Yeah, yeah,
2: I'll say because I played it on Xbox One and it was not great, at least by my standards.
1: Gotcha. But you know, my
2: standards are pretty high, but it was like noticeably an older game.
1: Yeah, I mean, I still think it's still noticeably not like top tier new graphics, but I think for when the time that it came out, it looks really damn good. It's,
0: It's like the same about how I felt when we loaded up Portal and I was like, Damn, Portal looks really good for being as old as it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just um. Oh, uh, the person I was thinking of was not Red Hood. It was Black Mask. Yeah, Black, Black Oh, Mask. okay. When you're entering, you can look to the left and you see him. He is resisting two tiger guards who eventually subdue and beat him. Um, okay. So I'm just going to run through this because this is all the familiar faces thing. So, like you missing mentioned uh, upon entering line a a criminal blocks his path and says that wayne is on his list and then makes the gun motion with his hands this is Deadshot, who hints at his mission in arkham city yeah when bruce wayne along with other political prisoners are confronted by the mass of screaming inmates azriel can be seen watching from a nearby rooftop and this mm-hmm. could imply that the watcher in the wings knows the dark knight's true identity uh. after rescuing the medical staff there is a man to the left of the church in a gurney with bandages on his face clutching a box The doctor says that he was recently transferred there, uh, and he stashed medical supplies and cut his own face off. This is hush.
1: Yeah, it is hush. You actually run into hush later in the game too.
0: Yeah, it's fucking wild. Yeah, and when you go back there later, that gurney is empty. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. Just creepy.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And and like after you get through like that first little Batman section, like you're playing Catwoman in this game too, which I thought was a really interesting touch. On top of, like, you know how Arkham Asylum, you were just Batman in a kind of a smaller area. This game, you're like Batman and Catwoman in this pretty big map. Like, it's not like huge open world like some other games, but I feel like it was a pretty decent square footage for a game.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah dude. And wait, wait till we get to Arkham Knight eventually, because then you're in Gotham.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, you're in yeah. Gotham, but. <laughs> It's way bigger, but you do have the Batmobile, so you can actually drive yeah. across. Because, like, Arkham City was big enough to feel large without it taking you forever to traverse right. across. Yeah. Because, like, with just your, like, your grappling gun and gliding, you don't want it too big where it's taking you forever just to get to where you need to be
1: and yeah and that's what i really liked about it too it's like once you got familiar with the map and you kind of knew where things were it was kind of easy to get around and know where you wanted to go and how to get there at a quick amount of time like it felt really good in that way yeah
0: and with the gliding and the zipping and all that once you got good at that you know it wasn't too too much and it's like that's like when i was uh like on ps4 when i was playing spider-man like you had a, a decent ways to go but because the swinging felt so good, it it didn't mm-hmm. bother me to just make my yeah. way there. Even though you could go down in the sewers and fast travel if you wanted, which I thought was yeah, hilarious. You, you, you ride take the subway. Not the sewers.
2: When I played Spider-Man, I only fast traveled once the whole time <laughs> I was playing the game because you had to. And like Other than that, just swinging. Yeah, I just swung everywhere.
0: But yeah, it's, I felt the same in Batman where it was like, you know, I can just glide for a while and then zip up to something. And you get that ability where you can, like, double tap X. Yeah, and the just, grapnel boost, you know, I like that a lot. Off. Just keep flying
1: forever.
2: I do want to bring up one gripe I had with this game, and it may be because of the era. You're talking about Spider-Man. Like, in Spider-Man, you can go in the pause menu and you can change your costume at any time. In <laughs> Batman Arkham City, you have to close out your game and open it back up to change your costume. And that just seems so... Tedious to me to have to do that whenever I wanted to change costume.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you had I to. That. I don't know how it was on Xbox, but on PC you have to beat the game before you can mm-hmm. change your costume at all.
2: See, so, you know, on Xbox you didn't have to. You could just. Oh, that's cool. Change and, it.
0: Yeah, Adam mentioned that too. Fuck you guys. Like, well, I don't know. What I'm <laughs> I, like, I had to wait forever to be Batman in the the gray and blue seventies Batman or something. That's something it's else too. Batman. Is the
2: while there are some good costumes, I didn't like. There could have been a better selection of costumes in the game. Like, yeah, I, I agree feel like there with could have that. been more. There weren't that many.
1: There weren't, but I don't think they were really going for that a whole lot. Yeah. Which, in that, that that the case? They might have wanted to not just just not do it or have more options, like you said. But like. Some of them actually also looked really weird. Cuz like did you yeah. try the Batman Beyond costume? That looked so you know, bad just, on Bruce Wayne.
2: <laughs> yeah, you're just like this big beefy Batman Beyond. It
1: looks yeah, It looks so bad on Bruce, dude. And <laughs> but, for some
0: reason on PS3 and this is probably just my memory like editing itself, I thought I remembered the Batman Beyond costume like making you smaller and making you look like Batman Beyond. But when I put it on in this one I was like, "Oh, that just looks fucking weird. It's wrong. like yeah. give Batman <laughs> yeah and then the uh the animated now, batman looked interesting too
2: and now the the costume choices could have been limitations for the time too because yeah, like we're yeah. a little spoiled now with yeah basically limitless games um i want to say arkham knight had a better selection of costume or skins you could use um but I, have, I played that a long time ago the only thing i remember about that game is how hard that damn race was at the end of it <laughs> so bad
0: now, Nate, you played as animated Batman, and you said that that stood, it was cool, but it stood out like a sore thumb.
1: Yeah, like I, I liked it. I thought it looked really cool, but like you're animated Batman, and then you go find one of Penguin's thugs to fight, and you're just like, this doesn't look right
3: at all.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, tremendous! Uh, so, what was it? so like once you get through that uh, that beginning area and you really open up and you start running around? I think who was the the first thing that you end up doing as like. The-
1: First thing you really do as Bruce Wayne is you have to go save Catwoman, who's
3: yeah.
1: gotten into it with um, Two-Face. And so, like, that part actually led to one of my favorite lines in the entire game, and my new favorite line Two-Face has ever said. But, like, so you finally get to the where Cat... So, when you get there, Two-Face has Catwoman, like, strung up above, like, a vat of boiling acid that he's gonna lower her down into after flipping his coin and like the part of it goes like Catwoman's looking at him like Two-Face is like I'm gonna flip the coin to decide whether you live or die and Catwoman's like which side lets me live and he flips the coin over hits it on his hand he's like not this one (laughs) and (laughs) so he goes to um, cut her down and put her into the acid and she's just like swipes away and slashes him across the face and then knocks the gun out of Harvey's head and she's like oh, no gun, Harv, that's too bad. This is going to hurt. Then you see um, Two-Face just reach into his side pocket and be like, two guns, bitch.
0: <laughs> yeah, two, yeah. two guns,
1: bitch, boom. That line just cracked me up. As soon as I saw that, I just started posting that in our group chat, like, two guns, bitch.
0: <laughs> oh, man. I I love Selena Kyle. Yeah. Like, and when I, Like, while I was playing this, and because you were watching Batman the Animated Series, it made me go watch some Batman the Animated Series. And I didn't remember, because I did watch some of it back in the day, I didn't ever remember that very first episode of that show where, like, Batman and Catwoman kind of meet outside mm-hmm. of being, you know, they meet as Bruce and Selina, and yeah. they, they don't know one's the other, but Bruce kind of has an idea, and then they find out at the end. And so, I oh, because I always wondered, like, why there's this weird sexual tension between Batman and Catwoman throughout like everything that they, that they're in. And I always wondered why. And I'm sure it came from the comics and you know, all of that. But I finally got to see something of like where it came from in the animated series. And I was like, Oh, so like years of closure in one moment, (laughs) it was was awesome. And what a great show.
2: there There was one scene in that show where like, it may have been selena kyle it was one of the female characters um talking to bruce wayne and he said something and she's like you're the only one or she or she say? only one of us is being controlled by their parents in this room and like basically Whoa. taking a jab at bruce for like being batman <laughs> that's
0: um so okay while i'm thinking about it the women in this game uh were uh selena kyle so Catwoman, poison ivy harley quinn you already know where I'm going with this. Fuck Mary, kill Catwoman, oh. Poison Ivy, Harley Quinn. That's, a That's tough so one.
1: hard. That's <laughs> so hard. I don't like having to kill either of any of them.
2: Yeah, <laughs> but um, I think I
1: do have my answer.
2: I feel like Mary would have to be Selena Kyle. Like it just feels right with uh with Batman and Selena Kyle. Like, and I would just want to be Batman. Um, <laughs> I Definitely feel like I would want to fuck this game's Harley Quinn though. 'Cause like you know she's just gonna be dynamite in the sack. <laughs> so I guess that leaves the inevitable You're gonna kill Poison Ivy then. I guess
0: if I have to. <laughs> what about you, Nate?
1: Yeah, I think I'm gonna marry Poison Ivy. All like right. she can turn me into one of her drones all she wants. I'm fine with it. Have you seen her? <laughs> <laughs> and then have to go fuck Harley
0: Quinn because yeah.
1: And unfortunately that means I have to kill Catwoman. I hate
3: this. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. I I think I would marry I'd marry Catwoman because I've always had a thing for Selena Kyle. I don't know if it was Halle Berry's fault or <laughs> like what, but like I've always had a thing for that character. Um I I almost agree, I almost agree. Whoa, I just knocked my microphone. I almost agree with Jeremy because I bet that Harley Quinn would be just a blast. <laughs> but Harley Quinn seems like the type of girl that there is not going to be just a one-time thing. Like, she's going to call <laughs> you, and she's going to be outside your house. A new girl's going to come, and when she leaves your apartment or house or whatever, Harley's going to beat her with a hammer. Like, <laughs> you know, like, she's used to the Joker. And I – for okay, real quick. I don't know about you guys, but it's always driven me nuts when I see people on Facebook that are like, I want to love, like, Joker and Harley. I'm yeah, like, it's so toxic,
2: yeah. dude. You do not yeah. want that.
0: I'm like, oh, really? You, you – you want to be controlled by a fucking psychopath like that's yeah you want to be perfectly fine
2: absolute garbage yeah Yeah,
1: no you don't want that like either side of that relationship you do not want that's
0: when i know that they're not comic fans because no comic fan would say that they're like uh, fucking harley was completely normal till she met joker
1: (laughs) yeah look like like harley actually first appearance was the animated series like she comes from the animated series not even the comic books and the whole story with her she was a psychologist that the joker manipulated into becoming his personal servant like yeah.
0: yep. so i'm gonna kill harley and i'll i'll fuck poison ivy even though i feel like it's gonna leave me itching for days <laughs> it's gonna be rough My
2: thing too is uh if you go down on it does it taste like lettuce
0: or mint uh, there's all the kinds vegans of things out that there might be- like
1: it i mean come on yeah. there you go
0: <laughs> um yeah just i was just curious um all right now let's let's do villains hold on let's do villains now fuck mary kill we're gonna go mr freeze penguin two-face we all know that Uh,
1: i have a very strong mary on this one and it's not just because he was played by arnold schwarzenegger in a movie (laughs) but just look at mr freeze's dedication to his frozen wife nora and tell me he would not treat you super well
0: that's fair
3: yeah
1: and who are the other two options you said penguin and who
0: Uh, 2 Face, because we all we would all kill joker because he sucks
1: yeah <laughs> um then i'm gonna fuck 2 Face because i want i want big bad harv side of him to come i, mean, I flip the coin and <laughs> they'll just they'll let's go baby and then kill penguin like who would want any relationship with that guy
2: <laughs> yeah like is the is there an option to kill myself in this scenario?
0: <laughs> <laughs> i mean i guess that's always an option we don't encourage it <laughs> but <it's-
2: laughs> i would probably mirror what nate said because like i said uh freeze is a lot of dedication plus if you have sex with him your dick might fall off (laughs) that's fair so yeah and i don't (laughs) think anybody wants to have sex with penguin that's probably why he is the way he is
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's fair that's fair um some uh, uh an easter egg about uh each of these, uh, or each character in each. So, one about Harley Quinn? Kind of like the Joker. So, when she, when you first go and you first meet Harley Quinn in that, for one, when she goes cartwheeling up to you and you yeah. just punch yeah. her. She just, <laughs> And she just <laughs> hit yeah. ouch! Or whatever. <laughs> she walks up and she goes, You'll be handling me, Bats. Mr. J's not feeling himself right now. I mean, he was earlier, but we're not talking about that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. Oh! It's a fucking jerk it off joke. Nice, (laughs) (laughs) like In a Batman game, I appreciate that. And then uh, I didn't get to see this. I guess I forgot to look when it first happens. But apparently, whenever Mr. Freeze in the game, which, yeah, he's in this game, by the way. um, Whenever he finds out where the warehouse is that Nora's in, when you leave the police station or whatever, there is an ice path mm-hmm. going across the water straight to the warehouse so like he just went outside and was just like i'm coming nora yeah
1: because so. yeah, i noticed that because i went back that way after i found his wife and told him where she was and then i saw like wait this path of ice was not always here was it and then i followed the path of ice and went right into that building i thought that was a really
2: good touch you know what's messed up i don't think i ever found his wife and told him where she was <laughs> You're a bad Batman. I he's, just, he's just still there waiting for me to come back.
0: Now that I'm thinking about it, I didn't do that display through. That's probably why I didn't see the ice. <laughs> I did it on the PS3. I did everything in the PS3 except all the Riddler trophies. Yeah. Like, I fucking kudos to you, by the way, Nate, for getting all of the Riddler trophies. This is a lot of like, it.
2: Speaking of, I had a question specifically for this. What was one of the worst Riddler trophies for you guys?
1: So I spent most of the time not looking up any of them because I wanted to figure out how to do them all myself, but there was a couple of the combat ones that I didn't quite understand. Like there was one that said do a grapnel boost takedown. I was like, what the hell is a grapnel boost takedown? So I looked it up and apparently if you like use your grappling hook right next to where an enemy is and then you do the gratinal boost command batman will just fly up there and slam into him and take him down nice that's tremendous it's like i didn't know that was a thing so i had to look up how to do that one so like some of the combat ones were some of the more difficult ones like not just like getting a 20 hit combo because that's kind of easy but like using all these specific moves like do an aerial attack off of one enemy onto another kind of
3: thing
2: and screw these arkham games for one thing the way it kills your combo meter when you like counter somebody like i have like a 14 16 hit combo somebody goes to hit me and i counter them and it goes away i'm like that's bullshit it should <laughs> that should count towards your combo
0: i agree i agree it should keep it flowing yeah um the- like until
2: you actually like either stop hitting people or you get hit and your momentum stops that counter should keep going
1: yeah, the annoying ones for me were like the enemies that had like armor. So if you were content to continue oh, with yeah. armor and then you were like, punch this guy, punch this guy. Then you punch the guy with the armor, it broke your combo. And that made me yep. so upset every time. Yeah. So I'll
2: say one of the Riddler, tro- probably the worst Riddler trophy I tried to do was uh, it was in, I want to say it was Amusement Mile. There was like six of the question marks on the wall and they were all caged in. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way to do it is you're supposed to put your explosive gel on three of them. Yeah. And then try to run through and, like, battering the other three within a certain amount of time. Yeah. And, like, screw that one, man. I just struggled so much on that one.
1: So- okay, actually, I just remembered one I had to look up. Because there was, like, you remember the section where you were in, like, the, like, I don't know what it was called. It was, like, kind of between the sewers and, like, the um, wonder mile or whatever place you remember how that kind of weird like broken down city kind of area yeah there was one that was like up in this ledge you could only get to by throwing ice your ice grenades down into the water then grapnel boosting up to where that was like you had to do a grapnel boost indoors (laughs) and it's just like man i could i would not have figured that one out without looking it up and that one made me kind of sad yeah i never found that
2: one (laughs) <laughs> some some of them irked me because I'm like, how do I do this? And then I would look it up, and I'm like, oh my god, that's so simple, and just do it like first try, <laughs> like just sitting there trying to figure out how to do it.
1: Oh yeah, there were some that I would just sit there and stare. I was like, I know I can figure this out. It's like so part of that time, like I spent in this game, was just me staring at Riddler trophies, trying to parse out in my brain how to get them.
0: <laughs> and so the the one that annoyed me the most, I ended up having to I, I just like asked Nate. I'm like, dude, how do I do this one? Like, what the fuck? and uh it was so standing back on the building across like across the way there was a question mark kind of down and to the left and then like up and a little bit more to the left there was one over here then kind of like centered in front of you was another one but then the fourth one that you had to hit was way the fuck over so I I was getting really good with batarangs because I would throw a um like the remote controlled battery ring, yeah. and I would aim it where it needed to go and I would kick off of it. And when you did that, huh. it would still keep flying. Right. So I would do that three times in quick succession and then throw that fourth one. And I had just enough time to hit that question mark. If the fucking thing like three feet from the question mark, didn't just like run out of signal. Like it was just, just oh, out man. of reach. So I ended up messaging Nate and I'm like, how do I fucking do this? And he goes, Oh, you probably just, he goes. You just put your uh, explosive gel on yep. three of them, and I went, "Son of a bitch!" That's right. You can use explosive gel on these <laughs> things. I
2: forgot you could use that, and I was like, "How the hell do I do some of these?" I looked one up, and it was like, "Put your." I was like, "Oh, son of a bitch!" Yeah, <laughs> just like that made it so much easier to get a bunch of them. Yeah. I will it say.
1: A- like, I will say that playing Arkham Asylum right before playing this helped me a lot to remember. Because oh, like, yeah. this game doesn't really, in my opinion, go into how to use all of your um, side weapons as well as Arkham Asylum did. Either that or I skipped the tutorials. But like, I don't remember it saying how to use the gel. I don't remember it saying how to use the remote control battering or all that kind of stuff.
0: I think that they, they heavily rely on you having experience with Asylum because... They start you off in Arkham with most of the gadgets that you had mm-hmm. at the end of Asylum. Yeah. Like, yeah. that you didn't have at the beginning. So, you learned as you went through Asylum, mm-hmm. you know, it's almost like this is one of those series that you should play in order. You would benefit from playing them in order yeah. just from learning right. things, you know? Um, I agree with that. So, who? what did you think was the hardest boss fight?
2: Hardest boss fight? I struggled a lot with, uh, I think I told you guys, like, that Joker fight. Because you had Joker, but then you had the dude with the hammer, and then you had the big Titan. And there's just yeah. so many enemies. And I like using the ground takedowns where like somebody's knocked down, you just go over and like slam their head. But it takes so long for him to do it. Get if you hit get every time. if you get hit, it stops. So yeah, you're sitting there like halfway through it and some dude comes up and hits you. But like I put a thing in Discord was like, screw this Joker fight, it sucks, and then like beat it the next try. I was like, okay. <laughs> but like I took out the hammer dude like really early on and i was like okay once i got him done like the titan guy's really easy because you just like swipe him and jump on his back and ride him around and yeah, yeah once i got them out of the way the rest of it was easy um the Clayface fight was kind of like wasn't hard but it was tricky like trying to dodge all his projectiles while hammering him with those ice bombs
0: mm-hmm. D- did you notice and this is another easter egg in the when you're fighting joker and he's like all better
3: yeah
0: if you kick on your detective vision he has no bones and no, if you I kick on your not that. if you kick on your detective vision with anyone else you can see their skeleton yeah, yeah. it's a fucking dead no, giveaway that that's Clayface, yeah. and that's such a cool fucking touch like you oh, yeah, smart like
1: but for me i think one of the hardest boss fights ended up like because i didn't think them were too crazy like I think the Solomon Grundy one was a little bit difficult, but I didn't die on that one. But it, you, once you figured it out, you kind of just had it. But that one took a minute to figure out.
2: That was my thing, because I kept trying to put the bombs where Solomon Grundy was, and I kept getting hit. And I was like, what the hell am I doing wrong? And I happened to put one on a vent, yeah. and I saw it blow up, and I was like, oh. And like that was probably the easiest boss fight once I figured out what yeah, I was actually supposed to be doing.
1: Yeah, see, that's how I felt about that one, too. But the one that I thought was kind of the most difficult was probably the actually the Mr. Freeze fight because you had to come up with, like... Because, like, he would cut off your access to being able to hit him in the same way twice. So you had to come up with, like, five different ways to hit him, which I thought was a pretty cool way of them making you put together use of all that you've learned in the game of how to hit people. But, gosh, it was like, how do I come up with this fifth hit to get on him? Because I've already done a sneak attack. I've already done... A drop attack and all this stuff on him
2: that was Although i gotta say that was it was fun to do though that yeah. fight was a lot of fun to play
0: that was my hardest fight that was the one i was gonna say it was mr freeze man because i don't know if i just wasn't paying the fuck attention in the beginning but i did not realize what the fuck i needed to do to hurt him and i couldn't i was like playing and i'm running around i'm like how did i do this on ps3 what did i do i don't remember what the how did i do this and then I think Batman was, like, talking to himself or something. He's like, "Yeah, I need to I need to hit him with the electrical gun or some blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. So then I started doing that. And then he's like, I used – no, it was the uh, the transmitter thing where you were, like, fucking with his suit. Yeah. And you do it, like, twice. And he's like, that's not going to work on me anymore, Batman. I um, never even did that on him. <laughs> yeah. You, you, like, pull that thing out and you do it. And then he, he fucks the transmitter up thing where you can't do that anymore. So then I was like, okay. So then I moved from that to I think the electrical gun, and then he does something where that doesn't work. So I'm like trying to figure out how I'm going to hurt him the last couple hits, and I ended up doing the uh, the explosive gel with the yep. walls. I did that yeah. one. But, whew, dude! I, I mistimed the- one and was like,
2: "Oh no!" <laughs> I did the magnet on the wall. Like yeah. I sucked him into the yeah. magnet. I did. Uh, I went in the floor grate and surprised him. That was the last um, one I
1: thought of to do. Was going to the yeah. floor grate. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I, I remember doing the wall but I, I can't remember what else I did
1: I know there was one where like You could lure him to a certain area And there was like wires on the ground That if you turned on like the Electrical box next to yeah. it The wires and the water would Electrocute him for
0: yeah, a hit. I, th- I think I did do that one yeah That is the the first time that I heard him And then he froze that puddle And he was basically yeah. like fuck you Batman <laughs> should have gonna yeah. work twice <laughs> <laughs>
2: now, I thought that was that a really was, neat fight Yeah, that was a really ingenious way to handle a boss like that. One of the things I struggled the most with was the damn enemies with guns. Like, when you go into the top of the tower where Hugo Strange is, there's like six Mm -hmm. guys in there with guns. I died so many times in that room because I'm like in the floor grates waiting for one of them to get close and I would jump out and do like a silent takedown and somebody else would see me, they start shooting at me, and before I could get back in the floor grates, they kill me. So then uh I started being like, All right, well I'm gonna use my disruptor and like shut off two of their guns. Yeah. Or like jam their guns. Then somebody else with an active gun would see me and kill me. Like, it took so long for me to get through that section.
1: Yeah, you had to really think about how you wanted to take out people with guns and sometimes I would just sit in a room and not do anything for like 5 minutes yeah. until I saw the perfect opportunity to do a silent takedown on one and then go back to hiding and wait for another opportunity. <laughs> yep.
0: So, I have to ask. I have this thing in video games where if I if I know that there are enemies in water that are that that can hurt me, uh I just get really anxious about being in the water. Like in Red Dead 2, where the alligators can get you and shit, I just it makes me nervous. Um, you know, Grand Theft Auto, you swim out too far on accident, you fall off your ship or or boat or whatever, a shark gets you.
1: That's because you're from Florida, where the alligators will get you if you spend too long in the water.
0: And sharks. Both. We have both. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So (laughs) and and it might be that 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 there was that time that from like me to my wall back here behind me a gator surfaced in front of me while i was in a lake and let me tell you homeboy turned into jesus and walked on water that day (laughs) i I basically ran on the surface back to the fucking shore (laughs) but uh
1: everybody i know from florida has a close call with a gator story
0: (laughs) it's fucked up man
2: i love that viral video that showed up recently with the old man like went outside of the frying pan like (laughs) smacks
0: the shit out of a gator (laughs) gator runs off that that video cracks me. He's got a cast iron pan, and that yep. gator is just hauling ass towards him. And as soon as that thing opens his mouth coming at him, he just whap on that what? fucking gator's head. And the gator turns around and fucks off.
2: <laughs> <It's> like,
0: <laughs> not today. Gator
2: was like, damn, sorry, man. Shit, I just wanted to talk to you. Yeah, he's like, do you have time to, you talk just, here you to talk to you about your car's extended warranty? <laughs> yeah. He's like, I just wanted to know if you've heard the good news. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Well, <laughs> that section in uh, when before you get to Penguin, where you're having to save the guys um, who are frozen around the room, and you're having to walk across that ice, yeah. uh, fucking anxiety-ridden through that whole oh, yeah. part, because I'm like, yep. please don't break, please don't break. I really don't want to watch Batman get eaten by this big-ass shark again. Because <laughs> 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 I, I saw it like four times, because the first time I thought that I could roll over this gap... And I did it the first time, and I guess I glitched because the next two times I tried, I rolled right into the water and died. <laughs> so, so. But that area was wild. And then having to uh, oh, yeah. once he like melts that big ice thing and you're having to rely on your ice grenades and then pulling yourself across, I was just like, I hope there's no time limit or if I'm out here too long, this fucking shark's just going to eat this entire ice block because it was a big old shark in there.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, like I noticed like when you finally got onto like the rafts, which was initially the way you got around before you had the grenades that you could throw ice into the water, that there was one section where the shark just came up and took a big chunk out of one of your rafts and you had to punch <laughs> the shark in the nose with a quick time
0: yeah. event. Yeah. yeah, and I'm just like expecting that to happen more often and I'm just yeah. like, oh God, get across, get across, get across. <laughs> Batman, you can pull harder than that. Come on.
1: <laughs> Quicker. Because the way you'd pull yourself across is you take your grappling hook, attach it to this hook on the side of the wall, and just start pulling it in. You had to like, tap A to pull it in. So like, you were just sitting there waiting for something bad to happen to you while you did that. Yeah,
0: and you have to traverse that room, like I don't know, a thousand times or whatever, having to <laughs> go back and It feels like
1: it. <laughs>
2: it's like, oh what God. kills me about these kind of games is like, you have a grappling hook. There's all kinds of shit in the ceiling you could just grapple to. Nope, nope got to walk across the ice. Yeah. Yep. Like he there's could. literally posts all throughout the water you could just jump to. And nope, nope. And i don't
0: got across ice. I died as Catwoman because I thought that obviously she's Catwoman, she's probably going to be able to just hop between the top of these posts. No. <laughs> no. No, that's not how you did it. <laughs> that's funny. Um which speaking of Catwoman, you mentioned that you know you get to play as her and everything and I really thought that that was integrated well. Now that was not originally in the game. Oh, really? Catwoman was a DLC for the PS3 version, and when you bought oh. it, it integrated it into the story. But now that this like bat, you know uh, definitive edition or whatever it is that's part of the bundle, you get all the DLC, so it just integrates it like it's part of the regular game. So okay. when I, when I first played, I didn't play through. I, I didn't get to play the Catwoman <laughs> stuff. Some okay. of, some of that was new to me. Um, I did get the DLCs eventually back in the day and play them, but like. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if I played through the entire game again after I got the DLCs though. You know what I mean? Because I think even yeah. like back then the costumes were DLC.
2: Yeah, I remember all the costumes were DLC, and then at one point they were just like it's all free now.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So like this is completely my first experience with the game at all. So like for me, this was all new.
0: Yeah, yeah. You're you're getting now, the, the best of all of the Batman games going through now because they're all older and definitive editions have come out, and you get everything. Yeah. It's it's wonderful i will
2: say this is the first time i ever played city i played arkham asylum i don't know if i beat it or not but i remember playing a pretty good bit of it i beat arkham origins which dalton told me nate i had to tell you you definitely need to give that game a shot it's from yeah. a different studio i don't think it has kevin conroy and mark Hamill as the voices but it's still pretty close but it's Genuinely a good game. Like it's uh okay. it goes back to like earlier Batman, and I think it take pl- takes place all in the same day or the same week or something. Like it's a short time frame. That's how a lot of it's these
0: really good. I was gonna say that's how a lot of these games are because Arkham City technically takes place in one night. Yeah, yeah. Arkham Outside Asylum is one day too. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's, I will
2: it's, say I have a, a hot take about selena Kyle. I did not like playing as Catwoman in this game. Really. I just did not like it for some reason. Like her combat was smooth and stuff, but I just, I think I'm always a brute in games where I can have the choice. So, like I love yeah. Batman cause he's just intimidating and powerful and just beating the hell out of anything in sight. Whereas Catwoman's more finesse, agile man. and finesse. Like I just, I didn't really enjoy playing her part of the game.
1: Yeah. Well, speaking of that, like there's also in the DLC, packs and stuff there's like missions that you can go in afterwards and you can do fights as robin and yeah. you can do fights as nightwing
3: yeah.
1: i did not like playing as nightwing at all
0: just quick because uh, you mentioned robin and the fights if you go into the joker's Funhouse fight as robin there's a chance that joker will say didn't i kill you already like referencing yeah. the death in the family uh comic i just thought that was wow. an interesting easter egg
2: pretty sure there's one of those in arkham knight too but you play as nightwing a lot in arkham knight you do and uh it's actually i really liked him in arkham knight because he's like he's very quick but his combat's very fluid he's still really powerful and uh yeah arkham knight's a phenomenal game like i'm i'm excited you can skip origins and play knight because origins is a prequel game so it doesn't really matter what order you play it in yeah um it is worth playing though but like arkham knight you'll dump probably like 60, 70 hours into that. Like it's, especially if you want to get everything. But like like I said, there's a a race at the end of the game. I don't want to spoil too much, but there's a Batmobile like race at the end of the game. A buddy of mine, when the game came out, we were talking about it. He said he literally got so frustrated at that race. He twisted his Xbox controller like this (laughs) to the point the batteries popped out of the back of it. (laughs) Like he was so frustrated. I know like Dalton, did you beat Knight?
0: no i never beat night i did play okay. some of it though um
2: did you play that race at the end
0: no no no. i never got that far
2: uh like it's i i don't want to spoil anything of it because i know nate at least is going to play it but like it's so damn frustrating yeah but not night is one of the games i don't know if city did it too uh night you get an ending but if you 100% the game you get the the true ending of the game so like i'll beat the game and then i was like all right i gotta go get all the riddler trophies and everything so that i can go back and get the the true ending for the game and it's it's a lot of work i literally i was working swing shift at the time it was the night before i started third shift so i usually would stay up all night and sleep the next day so i'm like pulled my laptop out had the xbox on the tv and was like all right riddler trophies locations and just sit there like looked at every single one of them I didn't have up and like went through and got all of them and it's about like city like some of them are a bitch some of them are super easy but yeah I went through 100% of the game got the true ending and it was it was great
0: what what I remember reading about night um and then we can get back to city but like uh was that it was very there were two sides there were people who absolutely loved it and there were people yep. who fucking hated it and a lot of it came down to stuff to do with the batmobile yep people and were that like would
2: be the like the one bad thing i would have to say about it is they added a driving mechanic to it and you get the batmobile but it was like vehicle
0: platforming
2: well they're kind of like <laughs> yeah there's vehicle platforming uh, in the game which fucking yeah. sucks it's rough yeah, but it's like, rough. like they were basically like the the devs are like we got this shiny new toy let's make 70 percent of the game make you use this toy like there's so there's too much batmobile stuff in it Mm -hmm. but it. it was awesome the batmobile and it's cool as hell it like you can change form from like car to almost like a crab tank where you can like move laterally and stuff so uh there's a lot lot a lot of combat missions that use the batmobile but like it's this is integrated very well but it's a little too much of it because like I said they thought it was really cool so they were like let's just make everything Batmobile <laughs> so, but I mean it's neat and like I said the game itself is also awesome. Arkham Knight is one of my favorite like ancillary characters in the Batman universe like his design is so cool Um, I remember I had like one of the little mystery minifigures of Arkham Knight and I was like man like his costume is just so cool yeah, he's uh, he cool looking. I'll give you that. I will say no spoilers, but they do reveal who he is in the game. Um, that's something that I was like, I was avoiding spoilers when the game came out. because was like, I don't want to know. I want to find out for myself. I was so glad that happened because it's just that game is the story and it's so good. Nice. For sure.
1: it'll, it'll yeah, come I'm looking forward to getting to it for sure. It for sure. Uh,
0: yeah, it'll come up on the show. I can almost guarantee it. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. So I don't know
2: if I want to play that one again because (laughs) it's long and some of it's tedious, but yeah, it is a really, like I said, they take what city made and they just evolve it into kind of like art city evolved asylum. So Mm -hmm. night just evolves city and just makes it so much more large and in depth. Yeah.
0: Did, uh, before we get onto, uh, like the racial ghoul shit, because I have some things to say about the trial of Ray <laughs> Um Did either of you get this the uh, the ending that you can get with Catwoman?
1: I don't think so. The en- Oh no! Because I remember I asked you to do it specifically because I didn't do it.
0: Yeah. So when you're playing as Catwoman, uh, Jeremy, and you're walking and you have the briefcases, and she looks to the right and she's like, "You can leave. You know what? What does it matter? It's just it's just oh, some yeah, guy." Yeah. And then she looks to the left and she's like, "No." you basically she's like you know you love him you need to go save him she doesn't yeah. say that but that's basically what you get out of it no i went I, I went right i was like let's see what this you know let's see what happens and i had seen it on outside xbox but i wanted to see it for myself so i walked out and she starts walking up the stairs and she just goes screw him and she walks off and the credits start rolling and after nice. about a minute and a half two minutes of the credits oracle's voice comes on barbara gordon she's talking about uh please someone send help yeah they killed, like Joker won, everyone's dead, my dad's dead, Batman's dead, the Joker has won, please someone come help us, and then it's like a VCR rewinding, and it rewinds through the credits, yes. it rewinds through Catwoman leaving, and all that, and goes back, and basically puts you back where she's walking. and then it gives you the choice again, oh, and yeah. I almost made the same choice, just to see <laughs> if I would do it, over, but I didn't, that time I went and I saved Batman, but yeah, that's a little secret, like, I won't call it an Easter egg, but it's like a little secret ending, that's not nice. really an ending but yeah they
2: kind of do that with uh the far cry games too
0: yeah, yeah 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 yeah. like in far cry 4 when you can just when he tells you to wait 10 minutes he'll be back in 10 minutes if you just yeah. sit there for 10 if, minutes if you he wait comes 10 back.
2: minutes he comes back and he's like oh i'm gonna make you a lieutenant or whatever and you just become part of his criminal empire game far cry 5 does it um okay. yeah. when they tell you to handcuff uh joseph seed if you don't you just wait and it's like you finally like. I think your guy like, drops the handcuffs and just leaves or whatever. Well, no, and the credits the,
0: roll. No, he's holding his hands up, and the uh, the sheriff lowers homeboy's hands, and he goes, "Forget yeah. it, rookie. Let's get out of here." And the court martial yeah. dude's like, "I'll arrest all of you," and he's like, "Go ahead." <laughs> and, yeah. y'all, and y'all leave, and that's the end of it. Yeah, it's it's funny how they, yeah. they added that in there, but yeah, I thought it was Cur- interesting that Batman does it.
2: I'm curious if they did that in six or not. Yes. I say I never looked into um, it,
0: but in in six, when you're on your she gives you this boat and tells you that you can leave but really you're supposed uh, to stay yeah. and help you can leave yeah. and when you leave uh, <laughs> you start hearing the on the Sprints. radio about how the the militia uprising has been killed and all of that stuff yeah, yeah it's, it's interesting so after after you deal with the penguin which let's talk about the penguin fight itself uh i forgot that i had to have that certain item to do any damage to him <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so i'm in there like running around trying to shoot penguin he's blocking all my shit and i'm like why why can't i hit him
1: and let's point to this being another
0: moment that you see how bitch made
1: penguin is because his whole <laughs> deal is he just stole mr freeze's gun he's trying to <laughs> shoot you with mr freeze's gun so you have to be able to disable the gun in order to get to penguin to damage him
0: yeah that's son of a bitch and i had to go back and get the uh the disruptor thing because i hadn't gotten that and yeah, I felt like an idiot after 10 minutes <laughs> of realizing that that's what I needed. I was like, man. But yeah, after that, Penguin's easy. You just run up, you turn that thing off, and you punch him in the punch face. Punch him two times,
2: and he's gone. <laughs> yeah.
0: Again, Penguin's bitch made.
2: <laughs> and I love what they do with him. Um, it wasn't bad, was it? Was it Freeze that like throws him in the museum exhibit and locks him in there?
1: no he's just hiding there because he doesn't want to get caught by anybody else's goon so he's just sitting there hiding there he's
2: like oh batman you weren't supposed to see me here <laughs> no, I, I swear when i played it like somebody you might be right i forget though. i forget who it was somebody it was either might not have been freeze it might have been uh the
0: two two league
2: of assassins woman or two face or something oh, like grabs him grabs him opens the Last thing and like throws him in it and closes it. And <laughs> if you go back to the museum later, he's still in there, just like yeah. sitting on the floor.
0: <laughs> um, now the, the League of Assassin chick, I had forgotten about that when she breaks out. Yeah. she's like that oh, happens
1: d-. right after the penguin fight. And then once after the penguin fight, you get dropped down to this next floor, and that's where you find out that he's ha- also. Continuing to be bitch made has Solomon Grundy <laughs> down yeah. there for you to fight.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's when that happens. Yeah. And then that's the fight where it, I, I think it took all of us a minute to figure out that we had to blow up the vents.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, oh, and then okay. after that is when you get to where the assassin chick pops out. That's yeah.
0: right. Yeah. And she's like, you know, you, you aren't worthy to speak the name of Raisha Gul. And then she like slices. I don't know if she cuts you or cuts somebody. She fucking hauls ass and you chase her. And uh, I, I, and I have to say, I,
2: I do not like in games when they do that kind of thing where it's like follow the blood trail. Yeah, and it's like I, it's just like it feels like false longevity. It's like instead of just having a chase mission or something, it's like oh, figure this out, follow this blood trail.
1: Might Unless I say, sort of- it of- less often than Arkham Asylum did it. True.
0: Yeah. True. I, I'll say then, Jeremy, that uh, if you ever played The Hunter Call of the Wild, you need to be very accurate with your gunshots. Oh okay. or else you'd be following a blood trail for a fucking long time looking for that thing oh, I, that's run away. I played
2: it, and I think I failed the first mission because I would just shoot the animal in the head. <laughs> like, Bitch, I ain't chasing you through these woods.
0: <laughs> but yeah, so you end up tracking the chick, and she takes you to—I don't remember the name of that. Was it Wonder, it was like Wonder City? Wonder or something?
1: something?
2: Wonder. It was Wonder City, but it was yeah. uh what Nate was talking about. Was like the ruins. It was like the ruins of the original Gotham. But it's like because Goth- they tell the stories like Gotham. There was a massive flood or something, yeah. they basically just built a new city over top of it. So you're in there with like the mechanical guardians and all that mm-hmm. stuff,
0: yeah. And it's it's really a cool area. I got lost oh, in yeah. there, I could not find my way out <laughs> once I yeah. uh, did the air the stuff in there. And it took, I mean, a frustrated, I was like getting flustered, mad. Trying to find my way out of this place. Like Dude, you know where like he finding- like shortens the breath because you're so angry. Yeah. <laughs> We're the-
2: finding the last mechanical guardian took me forever. <laughs> like I had one left and I could not find it anywhere.
0: Yeah, but that area was cool as hell. And then you make your way through, you have to do the demon trials. Am I missing anything in between there?
1: No, but one thing we didn't no. actually mention at all was the fact that Batman's been poisoned this whole time. Yeah. Oh,
0: that's right uh because joker's got some shit going on from the first game
2: yeah you get to the top of the church and like harley and joker are up there but like you see joker's body like limp in the chair and harley's like he's dead, crying batman walks up to him and he's like you hear like a voice he's like you fell for the fake joker gag and like jumps up behind batman and like puts something on his face and then and he's which, like oh i'm my blood is poisoned and now you're poisoned too so we'll die together
0: in which at that point that's Clayface. Yeah. Yeah. Like which still blows my mind that they put that in. That's yeah. just so cool. But uh
2: You know, I did not put two and two together on that until the very last like when you when you're in there and like you see Joker like all poisoned, but he's like putting his lipstick on in the mirror and in the mirror he's fine. And then he's like starts talking about it, and then Batman like runs all the the events that happen through his hit through his memory. And it's like I'm like, oh snap! I bet that's Clayface, and you see him like start changing. I'm like, oh, oh, cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, it is badass. Um, but yeah, so yeah, he's he's got uh, whatever is going on with Joker. He injects it into Batman, and then that starts affecting Batman. Yeah, like at yeah. certain points, like you'll be walking along, and all of a sudden he's like, <sighs> and drops to his knees,
2: <laughs> which is also funny to me. Like you'll go from he can barely walk to just beating the ever-loving shit out of, like, 12 guys yeah. and not even getting yeah. hit. It's like, to, like, like, pick one. Like, are you are you on your deathbed, or are you fit as you've ever been? <laughs> yeah. <But laughs> well, you yeah. said
1: that's why he ended up following the assassin, because he needed to talk to Ra's al Ghul to try to get this yeah. extra part for the cure that Mr. Freeze needed, because they needed to find a way to make it stabilized so that a person could take the cure.
2: Yeah, because Freeze said, like, the... When he gave the cure to anything it like deteriorated that person's dna or whatever and killed him so he's like we need something to stabilize it he's like i know someone who has something like that in his blood and freeze is like well go get him bitch yeah (laughs) so you have to like go follow the assassin and find race so you can get some of his blood which of course you get there race is like I ain't just giving you my blood. You got to take over the League of Assassins. Batman's like, I told you all the time, old man, I don't want to take over your damn club.
0: <laughs> yeah. And
2: he's like, well, you're going to do it. You're going to marry my daughter. You're going to run my empire.
0: And you're going to like it. <laughs> yeah. And the Batman's like, okay.
2: Batman's like, I just like to bang your daughter periodically when she's in <laughs> Gotham. You know, I don't, I'm not ready for a commitment. <laughs>
0: But so then you have to go through the demon trials, which is where you drink a vat of what I'm assuming is like ayahuasca or some 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 really good uh, mescaline. And then you just like get transported to the I guess the demon trials is the technical term of it. Like and
2: transported to Hyrule.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I had a really tough time with this part because up until this point, I never really utilized the where you're flying and then you can dive bomb and then swoop up yeah. and then dive bomb yeah. and swoop up. I had never really fucked around with that. And you absolutely had to fuck around with that in this part. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I failed numerous times. <laughs> numerous times before I finally finally the last time I got through it all in one go. Once I finally figured out what I needed to do. <laughs> yeah. But man I felt it was another <sighs> system where this game made me feel dumb. I was like how did I not realize that that's what I needed to do was follow that fucking trail he's leaving me. You know I was
2: Damn I it. failed the first time, and then I was like, "Oh, what's this trail? Let me try to follow." it, And then I didn't have any issues with it. After yeah, just that. following the trail is all you needed, really. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and and once you get through that, it's not so bad. The fight with Rachel Ghoul. The that was fight,
2: cool. I, I, I failed that fight a bunch of times. Oh, really? I didn't. Have, I thought it was yeah. pretty
0: easy, but like I thought it was interesting the way they
1: pulled it together. It's like well, you had like the I giant saw- Rachel Ghoul that started like shooting like things around. Him. Oh yeah,
2: it was like a bullet hell. The part I the part I got screwed up with is when you had like the gang of the sand people. Oh yeah, and like one oh, of them would be Rache, and he would like attack because I sucked at blade dodging. I could not get blade dodging right. I didn't so, like blade
1: dodging either.
2: And like that, I'd always get killed or get down to like one bar of health in that fight because he would just pop out of nowhere and cut you. And if you went after the one that was him, it's not him anymore. Yeah, but. So finally, I just kept like blind luck. I would catch him and <laughs> and do what I needed to do. Because yeah. I'll say the game, the game, the combat is difficult at times, but it's fair. Yeah, I, I can't think of any of the stuff where I was not like just this just isn't fair. I thought that when when you had to help Bane get all the tight the Titan formula mm-hmm. or whatever, when you go back in the elevator and you're like, all right, Bane, I destroyed all of them and he had all. I was like. Damn it, I don't like fighting. Like, I love Bane. He's one of my favorite rogues villains, but I don't like fighting him in these games. I'm like, man, I don't want to fight him. And, like, he charges at you and you just duck out of the way and lock him in an elevator. I was like, oh, man, good. Yeah, I was going to mention that, too,
1: because, like, you know how, like, when you fight a titan, it's kind of like that Bane fight was. But they actually kind of, like, I felt like they made the titans a little bit easier in this game than they were in Arkham Asylum.
0: Yeah. I agree. I, I absolutely agree, and I also agree that I did not want to fight Bane because I was like, yeah. "This is gonna be a Titan I was fight like, on Man,
2: steroids." I don't want to do this, and then just like he dodges out of the way, lock him in, and then he's in there crying like a bitch while you're blowing up all his drugs.
1: Yeah, dude, it's funny if you go back in there with Catwoman too <laughs> after that because you walk in there, Catwoman's like, "Oh, Bane, hi there." He's like, "Catwoman, let me out." She's like, "No, I don't think I will," and just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> <He's> like, <laughs>
0: Oh, I love Catwoman so much. She's such a now, s- snooty little bitch. I love speaking it.
2: Speaking of Catwoman, when you go in the vault, did you try to pick up her plant to bring yeah. to her?
3: Yeah. yeah. No. Well, was
1: like, I asked you to bring back yeah. this plant for her, and Like, that's why she agrees Cause like, to help you. Because you're like, yeah, I'll get yeah. you your plant back.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like you pick it up and Selena's like, eh screw her and just like drops it on the ground and like stomps on the plant like like twists her foot and just like squishes it into the ground look it's so mean selena why yeah like for no reason she could have just helped poison ivy and she's like nope i'm just gonna or what she said she's like try to try to strangle me with your plants or something like that and just like destroys it
0: yeah so mean oh uh, yeah but like
2: I did that, and then I, I died in that fight, and it put me back before I did that. So I was like, I'm not going to do it this time. I'm just Dude, gonna the it. exact same thing happened to me. <laughs> I was like, i just leave it. I did the exact same thing. Nice. Wouldn't, uh,
0: <laughs> wouldn't Poison Ivy feel that? Doesn't she have like, a connection to so. yeah. her plants?
2: I want to say Selena makes a comment about that, too. Like, I hope it hurts or something like that. I gotcha.
0: Um, man, I beat this game so long ago that my brain is hazy after this. So like after that, you take... I know you take the thing back to freeze and he makes the cure. Right. I do not remember what happens after that though. He puts the
2: cure in the safe. Or no, that was that was before. Um he goes to the safe and like the safe is empty and there's like a note from Joker. That's
0: right, the Joker card. And
2: he's like, Joker took my wife. Or like he said he, he tells you he had to give Joker the cure because Joker had his wife. Yeah, because that's when you yeah. do this
1: Mr. Freeze fight, because he puts the thing yeah. in the safe at that moment. And yeah. Mr. Freeze is like, yeah, I'll give you the cure after you go save my wife. And that's when you yeah. have to fight Freeze. Yeah. And then while that fight's going on, like Harley Quinn busts through the back of the safe and steals the yeah. formula out. Yeah, that,
0: that bitch.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, and then from there, I guess the rest of the game is going to get joker and then also protocol 10 going down because you keep getting that announcement protocol 10 will begin in 30 minutes and things from hugo strange
1: yeah so hugo strange the guy that you know locked you up as bruce wayne at the beginning who knows bruce wayne is batman by the way yeah yeah and so like before you can go after the joker and all that you have to stop protocol 10 hugo strange because all of a sudden all these missiles start coming down what's protocol 10 So what Hugo Strange ended up doing was he's just gonna start bombing and killing all these villains because he wants to create a more perfect world without all of these yep. criminals in it. And so it Protocol all-
2: Ten was basically lock every all the criminals in Arkham City and then just kill them all.
1: Yep. So Batman has to save the day for him. Um, Hugo Strange and he has to climb the tower and get up there which was a pretty fun platforming section I enjoyed doing that yeah it wasn't
2: too bad yeah like I said I had trouble with once you get to the top and you have to get by six guys with guns
0: yeah there was one moment in that climb that I don't know what happened my Batman just decided to uh, fucking hop off the building (laughs) (laughs) and it didn't let me glide it just was like oh I'm I'm
2: through with this (laughs) reset
0: me yeah it was my Batman was just like
2: I'm gonna die anyway man
0: <laughs> but yeah, uh so you end up there is no Hugo Strange fight, right? It's like you get up there and no. you're dealing with him. Uh, you
2: get up there and, and somebody else comes in there.
0: Rachel Ghoul. That was his Rachel
1: Yeah,
2: Because
1: yeah. apparently this was all Rachel Ghoul's plan. This was one of his big missions for the League of Assassins. He hired um Hugo Strange to do all this for him yeah. instead is like the political face of everything.
2: Well it was race said like yeah if you do this i'll let you take my spot and you'll have immortality yeah. yeah and then hugo's like like batman stops him and and ends protocol 10 and race is like stabs hugo strange with a sword and it was like he's like i thought i was gonna take your place he's like well you failed to the batman so obviously you don't deserve my place yeah and basically just kills him there and hugo's like haha bitch and presses a button and it was like starts a, a bomb timer protocol 11 yeah, <laughs> Protocol eleven just starts beep beep. Yeah, so you have to jump out of the tower with Raish as it explodes behind you. And very the sword very michael up going Bay-esque.
1: through and when you land like the sword up going through Raish body.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. Another another Easter egg. If you go back to that spot later on after you've beaten the game, Raish's body is gone and the sword is just sticking in the ground. Nice. So yeah. the yeah. I'm sure the assassins came and got his body to put him into the uh Lazarus pit.
1: And I just, just want to say, this game made me hate Hugo Strange so fucking much, dude. Oh,
2: yeah.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. He's a, he's a bastard. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
2: He, Hugo Strange is something else. Um, yeah, that race thing was cool because he's like falling and he's like fighting and then he just stabs himself yeah. and lands on like the the pointy fence. At, like, and so Batman's on the thing, t- I think talking to the Oracle, and she's like, What happened? We saw the tower explode. He's like, Where's race and he's like he's gonna need a Lazarus pit pretty soon. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, and then from there, I, I guess at that point you're just going to get Joker right at the yeah. end. Yeah, you're
1: going to get yeah. cure Joker and all that. Yeah.
0: Now, something that just clicked with me is it this? No, it's Arkham Knight. Never mind. I think yeah. it's Arkham Knight. Did it? Did this game? Did this game begin with a scene with Joker in the very very beginning? No, no. are thinking Arkham, Arkham Knight. Knight. Okay, okay. Then yeah. never mind. Well, we won't yeah, go there.
2: Don't spoil that. Yeah. yeah. We that, was, go there. that was pretty big part of the Arkham Knight story. Okay.
0: So, yeah. yeah. Anyways. um, Yeah. So, then you're going to stop Joker. So, Nate, I'm going to let you take over because, like I said, my brain's foggy. on it.
1: Yeah. That. I'm a little bit foggy on it, too. But, so, anyway, you get there to fight. to You know, to, you finally have the cure. You want to – you finally get – I think you get to use the cure finally on yourself. And there's one dose left over for Joker, right? Yeah. And so – you begin to struggle with Joker, and Joker ends up accidentally breaking the cure for himself. Well,
2: it's like you're standing there holding it, because you beat Joker, and you're yeah. holding the holding the thing, and Joker's like, he goes in a big monologue about how, like, even though I'm evil and you know I'm going to kill people, you're going to save me anyways, because you're Batman, and blah, blah, blah. And, like, then Joker, like, throws a knife at Batman or something, and, like, Batman dodges it. It hits the vial, and the vial falls on the ground. Joker's like, no! And uh, Batman's like, and, you know, as as horrible as you are, I would have cured you. Yeah. And, like, that's then, like, Joker funny. ends up, like, yeah, he's like, uh, that's uh, pretty funny. And then uh, he dies. And, like, Batman walks out to, like, all the police and shit at, yeah. that are and, outside of yeah. the city. And like, lays Joker's body on the hood of the police cruiser. It, it
1: was really sad. Because, like, Joker's yeah. dead. Like, I was like, I did yeah. not expect to feel sad for the Joker's death. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. And somewhere in that time frame, you fight... Fake Joker who was yeah. Sand like sand, Man. Oh my Clay God, face. that's Spider Man. <laughs> Clayface the whole time. No. I
0: I do have a couple questions about this this section. Did you guys have as much trouble as I did with all of those snipers?
1: No. I died no. to him one time, and then I realized, just take out the people at the highest ground first and work your way down. Yeah, that's yeah. what
2: I did. Was like I just silent took down, like, mm-hmm, and I yeah. would use my disruptor yep. to, like, if there were two of them together, I'd yep. just use that, take one of their guns out, and then attack the other one. You could do the silent takedown while the other guy was trying to figure out why his gun wasn't working, and yep. then just run over and take him down too. I didn't yeah, realize like, that. I did die a couple of times but then once I figured out the the height pattern like mm-hmm. Nate said you just started with the highest guy and just work your way down. You just I mean it's Star Wars logic you just have to have the high ground all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I uh yeah,
0: I died a few different times trying to do this because they just kept being like like, I would take one guy down, and I guess somebody just on an opposite building that was just a little higher, as, like, what you guys were saying, would just spot yeah. me, and, like, immediately there would be, like, oh, six yeah. lasers on me, and just blah, 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 and they would blow me to smithereens.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I will say one of the first things I upgraded was my ballistic armor, so you could take more bullet yeah. shots, because guns were a pain at times to oh, deal with. guns
2: were just, oh, they were my nemesis in this game. I hated the, the guys with guns. But yeah. But
1: yeah, because that the game ends on Joker's death. It's like yeah, damn. Yeah. <laughs> and then um,
2: Batman's like, "There's more for me to do in Arkham City," and just like grapples back in. Yeah, yeah. Because he's a glutton for punishment.
0: Now at that point, I started trying out cheats, right? Oh, yeah. Just to see, and one of the one of the cheats that I had for an uh, under Wii mod, uh, which is just like a, tra- a PC trainer system, um, was there was one hit kills. Oh, so yeah. I was like, oh, that'll be fun. So you go in there and you're just one hitting, killing everybody. But it also. One hit killed you. One hit killed you. <laughs> yeah. So it was like. It was like putting the game on easy mode and the hardest mode because it was like. <laughs> if you,
2: easy mode with permadeath.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you just like did not dodge, just the slightest little would nail you. Yep. And then like the guy, like you said, the guys with the blades. Yeah. Yeah. So I ended up cutting that off.
3: Yeah.
1: I was yeah. like,
0: fuck that. But, uh, yeah playing with like unlimited health and stuff was fun just running around being actual batman where batman's not gonna die you know but uh, I, I did actually save that for after i beat the game this time instead of nice. beating the game with cheats but um one other one other uh thing before we we close off because we've got i got a list uh that i will run through and then we also have our giveaway to do
1: and we have a lot of fan questions
0: and we have a lot of fan questions so i'm gonna be quick about this the clay face fight um yeah I thought it was kind of cool, um, the way you had to like throw the grenades at him and stuff to freeze him up, yeah. and he would finally freeze, and then you had to cut him apart, cut him apart with the sword. Yeah, that was oh, really la- cool. And then later on, the the fight with him in the big theater, um, or no, that was the same thing. But after that, it was the uh, I think you fall through the floor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then he becomes the blob, and he starts sending out the people at you. Yeah. yeah. I got I don't yeah. know why, but I got real good at like. Lobbing their grenade over the motherfuckers that were trying to fight me and get it into Clayface's mouth, and I was just yeah. like, "Oh, it was so satisfying!" And then just go back to fighting <laughs> yeah. dudes and then just chuck a grenade. And it really yeah. that fight wasn't hard, no. but it was it was fun. No.
2: It was fun. Like it, was, it it was fair. It yeah. was a, it was fair fight. Yeah, yeah. I think sure. the closest
1: thing to an unfair fight is like what you were saying earlier, Jeremy, about the Ray Shawgul where he was just randomly there yeah. or wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. All right. Well. uh I did yeah. have one more
1: thing about the game to bring up. Yeah, please. Um, and I don't want to go into detail on it, but I think that if you get the game and you, there's a, something called Harley's Revenge, which is a DLC campaign where you play mostly as Robin in it. That was pretty yeah. fun. I'd recommend playing through that as well. But then there's also the Riddler challenges, which is the reason I'm not going to 100% the game. It's, <laughs> it's basically, you just have to do a lot of very much same kind of thing over and over again, which is like a bunch of fight sequences, stealth sequences, yeah. And like you did it during the game enough, and I just don't want to put the time and effort into doing it perfectly to yeah, get it, all the trophies.
2: Isn't it stuff like beat a bunch of guys without using counters and stuff like that? Like it's telling yeah, there's me like, some of that. In beat there. these guys without using this specific specific thing, or beat these guys. But you have to do this, or beat these guys,
1: and one of them is invulnerable as long as they have this k- green color over them. Yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's like, yeah. I'm not into this. I just want to play the game. <laughs> yeah,
0: I feel you there, man. Um, well, then that's Batman. So before we get into uh, listener questions, if we were going to give this game a rating, I would give it. I would give it a. Mm, nine batarangs out of joker cards
1: why do you gotta be the exact same as me Dalton I was also sitting at a nine (laughs) batarangs out of ten bat signals just because I think it's a really great fun game but like it's really good and fun it doesn't compare to Yakuza 0 in the same way I think the combat might actually be more fun but overall I think Yakuza 0 is a better game
2: I'm gonna be a little more harsh than you guys I'm gonna give it a seven and a half (gasps) Batterings, just because, like, it was a great game. Very good game. I feel like it could have been slightly more polished. Um, but it's just, I feel like like it's it's a good game, but it does show its age a little bit. So I take a little bit out for that. But yeah, I, like, Night was, I feel like Night's a better game. I don't want to say better, but it's, it's more polished. my style, I guess. Yeah, more yeah. for you. Yeah, much more polished, sure. much more like to do in it um but yeah it's still a very solid game yeah i do want
1: to say like one thing i really appreciate was them using so much of the animated series cast in this game for the voice acting so good Uh,
0: yeah for sure and and just to just to give the listeners an example of the leap between city and night um what was arkham city like 20 gigs 26 gigs 16 gigs something like that yeah something like that arkham knight is 70 something gigs.
2: yes i'm curious major look
0: on uh how long to beat?
1: How long to beat um, is actually really similar for city and night.
2: Okay, because I was gonna say I feel like there's not really. Well, I think what gets them especially in Completionist, is the Riddler trophies. Because like if you're gonna do all the Riddler trophies, the Riddler challenges, and all, it takes a long time. So, but yeah, um, I would say seven, maybe maybe an eight. Like I think I think I could do an eight on it because it is a good game. Like it's worth playing. There are better games out there, but better Batman games, not a lot. Yeah. Although I have to say, I'm super excited for Gotham Knights. I really want to see play how that, that. game yeah, comes yeah, out. Yeah, too. it looks awesome. And I don't know if it's still happening or not. There was talk of Rocksteady doing a open world Superman game. Ooh, okay. And if they did that, that would be... I even wrote out like the perfect uh, plot for it. To like, cause you know you can't just be Superman; the game would be too easy. Yeah. So like, my thought is like Lex Luthor s- basically set off like almost like a kryptonite fog over the city. So like it it's weakened Superman. Like as you progress through the game, the fog lifts a little bit, so you get a little bit stronger nice. and a little bit stronger. To like at the very end, you're like full blown Superman, and you can just go around in the in, in like the after credits game just beating the crap out of everybody
0: <laughs> that'd be cool that that would be sweet so all right uh well then let's let's jump into the fan questions then um all right first one up from fenris gentlemen if you could choose any three games to play for the rest of your life and only those three games what would they be and why
1: i got this real quick so one you need a game with a good story and a long takes a long time to play so the first one dragon quest 11 i'm never gonna get tired of that game love it um, next game Yakuza zero great story. You can play that game forever because there's just so much random stuff to do. And plus the humor in that game will keep you going and laughing and just being able to do just being able to sing judgment in the karaoke. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I could yeah. do that for a long time. <laughs> and then finally hollow Knight, just because it combines a lot of the things I love in video games. Beautiful, beautiful looking graphics Uh, artistic direction in that game and just a good fun hard platformer
0: oh yeah um persona 5 the witcher 3 wwe smackdown versus raw 2006 nice or 2007 they're interchangeable um the persona 5 because i love that story it's super long and even to this day as much as i love that game i've never collected all the personas gotta catch them all (laughs) Um, Witcher 3 because so okay I wanted to I wanted to bring this up on this episode I think that the Witcher 3's combat is like a happy medium between Batman style combat and Dark Souls style combat because it's 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 fluid and punchy like Batman but it's also like unforgiving if you fuck up if you're not playing on the easiest difficulty. So like I think the Witcher like is like right there. So like Nate, I know you've been interested in Dark Souls, but like you've been wondering if you want to pull the, the trigger or not. I would say like I know you like Batman's combat. Play some Witcher one day, not like rush to it or anything. And see how you like that combat because you can die real easy and yeah. then wonder if you want to play a whole series that is more punishing than that. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know it's like it's it's just uh just something that i was thinking about but the witcher 3 story is tremendous um and the dlc stories are fantastic like and the combat's good the world is fun to explore there's still shit in that game that i haven't seen and i've put hours and hours and hours and hours into that um and then the wwe games like i fucking love wrestling games like that is like there's
2: a lot to do in those games too yeah
0: you create your you could always create a new character and come up with a new gimmick. I so I'm I've talked about this before. I'm a nerd. So when I create characters, I will like come up with their whole thing in my head. Like how they would be in the ring, how they would cut promos, like what when they turn face and heel, why they turn face and heel. Like I do all that. I play all that in my head almost like a uh, a self D&D game that I'm playing out with wrestling, right? And uh yeah, maybe it's because I've always wanted to be a booker, like writing, like writing storylines for wrestling and stuff. Oh, yeah. Like I always thought that would be interesting. But uh, yeah, that and then like there's the story mode, and then you have universe mode, and back then you had GM mode, which they did implement back into two K twenty two. And while it's good in two K twenty two, it's not as good as it used to be. Uh, it's it's just not as in depth, and I think that they will continue to improve upon it because the fact that they even added it back into the game was major. People have been asking for it for a decade, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. But yeah, the, the older games, it's just there's a lot to do and like you said, there's just hours and hours and hours and there's always something new to do. And it, it's like a fighting game. You go back to it, you're it's not going to be anything new. It's just fun to play, you know? So, that's that's my three right. choices. What about you, Jeremy?
2: Uh, so first off would be Farming Simulator 22. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be just a game that you can dump hundreds and hundreds of hours in. There's so many different ways to play it that it for a boring ass game it never really gets stale like it takes so long to do anything in that game like i spent an hour and a half probably today just trying to plow a field in like it just takes so long to do um secondly would be f122 because same thing I, i love f1 um and there's like you know there's my team mode there's my career mode there's online racing there's like ranks and stuff you can do online there's a lot to do with it you can just do time trial like i'm doing time trials in canada just to see how good i can get and how far up the leaderboard i can get um the third having difficulty choosing between yakuza 0 judgment and the last of us part two like one of these things is not like the others <laughs> yeah <laughs> but they they're all three very good story games that are just so fun to play um like i, I said last of us part 2 over part 1 cuz they're just a little more meat on that bone um but you know I, like that's my favorite video game franchise is the last of us i absolutely love it um but i'd say one of those three i'd probably just like roll a dice and yeah. see what i get Cause I'd take any of them. Um, there's oh, yeah. actually really cool uh, in the Last of Us Part Two. Once you beat it, you unlock like cheats and stuff, and you unlock visual filters. So, and there's actually a visual filter where it's uh the entire game is cell shaded art, and oh, it cool. just looks so cool. Nice, um, Borderlands, and there's like game. like I went through and played through it again with uh like unlimited ammo, unlimited crafting supplies, one hit kills. And they just, you know, just made the game, put it on god mode, basically. So, like, you just running through, like, there's a bunch of zombies, you're just like, pat, 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 and just kill them all. I think you can turn on, like, auto-aim and stuff, too. They like, just walk through the game, but man, it's so much fun. Yeah. I like doing, like, I like getting those cheats after you beat a game where you can just feel like such a badass just walking through that game. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, this is not hard at all.
0: I, I always appreciate an unlockable cheat. Sure. Oh, yeah. I like cheats that's well known I, li-
2: I like to make it through the game without them if at all possible yeah. like I, I play the game for the story I want to know the story so like once I get through it though and I want to play it again I'm like yeah I just want to beat this as quick as I can
0: <laughs> alright uh, next question is from Adam uh, I don't know how much I'll be able to contribute to this question but like what do you feel makes a good metroidvania
2: Oh wait, before we do that, I'm curious, Dalton. You said you were two for three. What was the third one you thought I was gonna pick?
0: I, I didn't know, but I knew oh. I knew that you were gonna say F 2022 and farming simulator. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I knew those. I was like, I'm two for two. And I was thinking in my head, I'm like, I have no idea what the third one's gonna be, but I knew yeah. I knew the first two. Um so Nate, I'll start with you because you are the resident Metroidvania fan of the show. Like, what do you feel makes a good Metroidvania?
1: Yeah, so I know one thing that people don't like about Metroidvania is is the fact that there's a little bit of backtracking involved. Like, you unlock a new power-up, and then you can do certain different things in the area. I think the thing that makes a good Metroidvania is that where the map design for that does not feel tedious. Where, like, you get a new power-up, and you're like, okay, I kind of remember seeing something where I think this might be useful. Like, say... In Hollow Knight, you get one of the ones that's kind of like a ground pound, and you remember walking over something that was like a crumbly brick bridge that you couldn't get down through. You're like, oh, but with this ground pound, I can now get through that. So just like when the map design lends itself to being able to see things like that early in the game and immediately thinking like, oh, I bet I know how to break through this in the future. And there's a few games I think are good at doing that, Hollow Knight being one. I think that Metroid Dread does a really good job of that too now. And I think just, like, map design and being able to traverse the map and know what you need to do is really helpful. Because there's been ones that I've played where, you know, you get a new power, like, great, now what do I do with this? <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um Two that jumped to my mind that aren't Metroidvania games, but they have that mechanic in them? Arkham Asylum? Yep. Pokemon? Yeah. Because, oh... What well, fuck! I can't get past this tree till you learn cut. cut. I'm not gonna learn cut for the after I beat the next gym, and then I need to swim to get across this water. You know, and I don't think people think about that stuff like when they're like, "Man, I hate Metroidvanias." Like me, yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't hate them, but they're just not my favorite. Yeah. But I fucking love Pokemon, and I deal with that shit on there. So like, I think I'm gonna harp, not harp. Uh, I'm gonna like go along with what you were saying. Like, I think level design mm. is a major deal in Metroidvanias. Like. If your shit's boring to traverse, no one's yep. going to want to go through it over and over and over again. Um, if you can be at the top of the level and fall all the way to the fucking bottom, no one's going to want to make their way back to the top, Yoku's Island Express.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And <laughs> hey, you um, know what? The funny thing is you bring up Batman again, and I think that's the cl- these Batman Arkham games are the closest thing that I've played to what I feel like would be a genuine 3D Metroidvania.
0: Yeah, because it's like, oh, well, you can't get into this door until you go get your shotgun or... You know, yada, yada, yada. Like, there's definitely different things that, yeah. Especially
1: like Batman Arkham Asylum. Like, you see these breakable walls and don't have a way to break them. And then you finally get the plastic explosives out of the Batmobile and you're like, oh, there's so much more stuff I can go see now.
2: I remember in City, they even do that where there's like two, there's a Batman and a Catwoman Riddler trophy in a room. And it's like, you can't get these yet, but hold down your Mm -hmm. detective mode button and you can mark it for later.
3: Yep. Yeah.
0: yeah, that was a good and,
1: introduction to that mechanic for sure.
0: Yeah, something that me and Nate realized, and I'll, I'll, I mean, you maybe you did, is that you absolutely could not pick up Catwoman's trophies as Batman. No, but you could pick up Batman trophies as Catwoman. Yep. yep. <laughs> like, like he was only going to shock Batman and be like, Ah, ah, Batman, those aren't for you, old yep. Riddler. Um, and that was
2: what was weird to me is like he put trophies out for Catwoman, but. Was not involved with her at all. Like, yeah. never said anything to her about them. Never, like, anything.
1: Yeah, that's a good yeah. point. DLC know, privilege, how, right? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say, yeah.
2: How, how did you guys like
0: the Mad Hatter section?
1: Oh, dude, that was so cool. I forgot about this. when yeah. you brought it up. I love that Mad Hatter section.
0: I don't remember that. Refresh my memory.
2: So, you were, you were going to do something, and you just, like, fall out. And you wake up, and you, you're like, tripping basically so what happened like
1: what happened was is like uh, you get a radio communication that says there's a drop for you on top of this building yeah like, yeah uh, a,
2: Alfred said the cu- they had worked on the cure yeah. and they dropped it for you to go take it Yeah.
1: so you go to go get the cure for where Alfred dropped it for you and then like you're hit with this knockout gas and then suddenly you're yeah. with the Mad Hatter
0: wow I don't remember yeah. that at all This it was an, an optional
1: like- side quest so you might just not have Trevor triggered it
0: okay yeah. that's possible that's very possible
2: it was neat though because like you fight these goons that are wearing like white rabbit masks, but hatter is in the background controlling them so that what you're trying to do is get past them and hit him and you have to do that like three or four times and then finally batman like hits him and he puts like a mask on batman or something
1: you know what that mask reminded me of jeremy donnie darko yep frank from donnie darko
2: (laughs) (laughs) because it's like a black rabbit mask but like (laughs) I didn't really get the point of it, because you kind of just, like, I think you just tapped A or something, and Batman took it off, like, takes the hat, matter the Hatter's hat, throws it on the ground, and stomps it, and then you go back to real life. And Hatter's like, what did you do? you
1: Yeah, I think that was hat. showing, oh like, because Mad is able to control your mind with these masks, and it was showing Batman's yeah. power of will, that he could just use his willpower to fight off yeah. of it.
0: Okay. Um, well, Jeremy, do, do you have any opinions mm-hmm. on what makes a good Metroidvania
2: yeah, two things. You take the Metroid out and you take the Vania out, and then you just let you, let you just beat people up like in Batman. Good go. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of 2D Metroidvania games. Um, stuff like the Arkham series, I don't mind. But yeah, just the. I don't like constantly going back and forth through the same stuff over and over and over again. Um, it's just not. That's like part of the reason I don't like Dark Souls games. I so don't like fighting the same boss 150 times in a row so like, i just that's fair i don't like like they're not bad by any means i don't say they suck it's just not something that i enjoy yeah. so i can understand that and i'm the type of person that doesn't think every single video game has to be catered to me there can be stuff out there that's really great that i have no interest in playing that sure. other people can enjoy it yeah, yeah like real-time
1: strategy games get those the hell yeah, away from or- me you can have them <laughs>
2: You, everybody else can have those. I don't need them. <laughs> or soccer,
0: soccer games. Like, just, yeah, I like some sports games. Soccer games just don't do it for me.
2: <laughs> I've tried FIFA, and I just don't. It's just, it's just not for me. Yeah,
0: feel you. Um, this next question might be more directed at me. I don't know how much either of you uh have in this area, but f- uh, Adam asked your favorite ROM hack.
1: Yeah, I've never really got into the ROM hack scene too much. Like most of the like, I know a lot of. I know about a lot of classic, like NES and SNES ROM hacks, but I just never got around to playing them. I know yours is going to be Pokemon, uh, whatever, Shining Platinum, or whatever it was.
0: Close. Light Platinum. And yes, Light right. Platinum. You are absolutely right. Um, but also, what? I do want to give a shout out to Mario is on drugs, <laughs> which is hilarious. Uh, I think it's Super Mario RPG um, ROM hack. Just hilarious.
2: I don't know that it's a ROM pack. It may have just been a standalone game, but when I was in high school, there was a Star Wars version of Age of Empires that I absolutely loved. Oh, nice. Like, it oh, was literally, cool. instead of the... You know, in Age of Empires, you were actual, like, countries of people. And this year, like, there's, like... You could be the Wookiees. You can be the Imperials. You can be the Rebel Alliance. And, like, I just remember there being, like... It's just so much fun to play, but then you could use... Uh, cheat codes to get like the Death Star like I think you typed in that's no moon and you would just get a okay. Death Star so when I got bored of like building my city up I would just get like 12 Death Stars <laughs> and go just decimate the whole rest of the world
0: was that Star- Empire at War Star Wars Empire at War because I know that was an uh, RTS game for Star Wars it was like a city, uh, not a city builder but like you know uh, an Age of Empires-esque style game seas. unless I'm remembering wrong I have it up on my shelf up here I could get up and get it but my knees are killing me. If I'm yeah, like, don't I'm just
2: sit there. Don't. <laughs> no, it was called Galactic Battlegrounds. Maybe? Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, Galactic Battlegrounds. Nice. So it wasn't a ROM hack; it was an actual game. But yeah, but still, that's like, pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Um. Some other shout-outs to ROM hacks. Uh. Most uh, most and if not all of my favorite ROM hacks are Pokemon ROM hacks. <laughs> but um, Pokemon Dark Rising one, two, and three, fantastic. Um, they're a bit harder than normal Pokemon games, but they're like well worth it. Um, like you said, light platinum is I recommend anyone who's like, where should I start with Pokemon ROM hacks? I'm like, play light platinum first. Just just trust me. Um there's Pokemon, I think it was called Cloud White, where you beat the first eight gems and then there's like nine other things that you have to do after that, and there's like samurai stuff in it. And um there's oh, was it Pokemon Pokemon Adventure Pokemon Adventure Red chapter or something like that? I don't know. There's one Pokemon ROM hack where you play as ash and you play through the storyline of the anime nice uh, which is pretty cool um and then you have like there's some that i i don't really play these much i should but uh there's like pokemon cops c-a-w-p-s and stuff and they're just like overly raunchy adult pokemon games with a bunch (laughs) of like fart dick and fart jokes and things like that um i tend not to recommend those to people because they're funny and everything but they're not as well polished as the ones who like people took seriously
2: like I'll give a shout out to... I haven't played it, but I've heard of it. Um, the Pokemon Team Ro- Team Rocket hack, yeah. where you actually play as Team Rocket, and when you defeat people, you can steal one of their Pokemon.
0: Yeah, that's a great one. It's a Team Rocket edition, I believe it's called. There's also two more that I'll bring up, and then we can move on to the next question. There's one. It's called DBZ Battle Trainer, and instead of catching Pokemon, you catch Dragon Ball Z characters. <laughs> nice. And you train them up and fight with them. Um Oh, there's I did three. think of two more. There's a Pokemon style uh, game where they did a ROM hack and made it Digimon instead, and that's pretty cool. Nice. Um, and then there is a, I think it's called Shiny Gold Sigma. Um, it's a ROM hack of gold, but it puts, like, at the time, I think there were 786 Pokemon. So, like, that's a lot. And yeah, they put them all into this ROM hack. And they're like, and they made sprites. Like some of these Pokemon don't have sprites because they came out in later generations and they made sprites for them. And that's just super cool to me. Um, but yeah, those are my ROM hacks. You said you had two more?
2: Yeah, uh, N64 ones. The, uh, Mario 007 ROM hack where it's Goldeneye, but it's all Mario characters. And you're pl- you play as Mario. And, like, wow. all the Russian soldiers are, like, Koopas and stuff. If you <laughs> haven't seen tremendous. this. Look it up. It looks absolutely amazing. I need a Doom um, game like that. And then uh, there's a Dragon Ball Kart Racer uh, ROM pack for Mario Kart 64, where he races uh, Dragon Ball Z characters.
0: Nice. That's rad.
2: So, yeah, there are 905 Pokemon currently. So, oh next games come out, we'll be pushing us a 1,000.
0: I should have done more research for this next question. I don't. I don't remember all of the starters from each generation. I guess that's a quick Google. But um, Fenris asks, "What is your favorite starter Pokemon by each type?" Oh, I guess let's just go. It's just fire water and yeah, fire water grass. grass. Right? Okay,
2: fire water and grass. Yeah,
0: I was. I'm glad I read. I, I, I read over starter Pokemon for the first time, and I was like, oh, favorite God, Pokemon by a, each type. A
2: long question. Dude. <laughs> okay.
0: Yeah. Um,
1: if you want me to start, I, mean, I can. I know my third yeah, degree. Yeah, please. Yeah, so my first my first Pokemon, my first baby love. I'm reaching over to grab a plushie that you can't see because this is not a visual podcast. Bulbasaur. Beautiful. Beautiful.
2: All Bulbasaur. I, love
1: I love Bulbasaur. He was my first ever starter, and every time I get a chance to get him in a game, I still do. love that guy.
2: Now- <laughs> that, makes, that reminds me of a funny joke I heard once. It's like, oh, Pokemon should give you three save files per game. One for one for Charmander, one for Squirtle, and one for your other Charmander. Oh. <laughs> Aww, that's awful.
1: <laughs> then my favorite water starter is Totodile. I love that stupid little alligator. Turns into Fair Alligator, cool Pokemon. And then fire. This is the one I might catch some flack for. I really like the Litten line that ends in Incineroar. Sinero yeah. such a yeah. cool Pokemon, dude. I love the pro wrestler, like, gimmick he has with him. I just
2: really I like him agree. a lot. It I plus, do agree. He's a really cool, like, sort of a luchador-style mm-hmm. wrestler, yeah.
0: Like, the name Litten for a fire cat is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, Litty like a kitty. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's see. Water for Alligator. Got to go. My first Pokemon game was gold. My first starter was for Alligator like uh or a totodile excuse me so like i have mad love for yeah like that little alligator fucker like i love him yeah he's great grass so i'm gonna go bulbasaur as well but with a very close second being rowlet
1: yeah i can see that
0: because rowlet's freaking adorable
1: (laughs) i like rowlet a lot i don't like um decidua all that much
0: Yeah, I don't like his...
2: Like, I love Rowlet, but I don't like his evolutions.
0: Yeah. Give give him that stone where he just stays as a cute little owl. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then for fire, Hmm. I might catch a little flack, because I'm not picking Charmander either. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm going to go Cyndaquil.
1: Yeah, Jeff's not going to be happy with us, Dalton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I know, but like, dude, Typhlosion... Like, for one, cool-ass name. Yeah. And two, I just always pictured that thing being massive with a big fire mane, and it just looks badass. Yeah. I I feel you. And Cyndaquil's so cute! (laughs) So, what about you, Jeremy?
2: So, I am, I was, am, and always will be a Canto boy. So, my top three are, of course, Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle. I will, however, in interest of this question... I will pick my second favorite three, not yeah. including them. Um, grass type, I got to go with a uh, Grookey. Grookey's cool. Love that, yeah. love that little plant monkey. Yeah, like he's, he's awesome. Yeah. Um, I remember when you got first got announced. Everybody was just like, Grass monkey, yeah. that funky monkey. <laughs> uh, fire. I'd probably go with Litten too, just because it's one of the cutest ones and it has one of the best evolutions. Yep. And then uh, for water. I have to go Froakie. I really like Froakie for yeah. some reason. The Greninja's like, really Froakie's, cool. Froakie's a really cool design, but also Froakie in the anime is a badass. Like, he is, gives no fucks whatsoever. <laughs> like uh, So, yeah, oh. that'd
0: probably be my second favorites. Dude, that Froakie is adorable. I've never seen this Pokemon before. Oh, yeah. Froakie's awesome. Yep. What what gen was this? This was Sun and Moon.
2: No. X have, and
0: Y. Okay, I was going to say, I have Sun. And I don't ever remember It might this.
2: be X and Y. That's... I never played X and Y.
0: Yeah, I'm so that bad might...
1: with what generations, what, to be honest.
2: Froki yeah. was with uh, Finnegan and Chessman. I've yeah,
1: never heard of Ch- them Chessman either. What the fuck? One of my least favorite starter Pokemon ever. Chessman.
2: I like Chessman's design. I absolutely despise the other two. Yeah, like, they're is just the so
1: worst, bad. dude.
0: Oh, Chessman. I thought you were saying Chessman, and I'm like, oh, let's bring it up as cookies. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> chest pin he He looks looks, oh yeah i saw y'all talking shit about him the other day
2: (laughs) uh gen 6 kalos region is where froki came from yeah that
0: that's uh x and y i believe yeah i think so yeah those are that's the those are the two games that i've never played i've dabbled in all the other pokemon generations i've never played x and y you know what's
2: funny I I had red and blue as a kid, like, when they came out. Mm -hmm. I got red for my birthday, and I think I got blue in a Game Boy Color for Christmas. Bought a Link Cable and just started filling Pokedex. I did not play another Pokemon game until X and Y came out. Wow. And then I played, like, X and Y. I played Sun and Moon. I played, uh, was it Sword and Shield next? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the only one I haven't played that came out since then was brilliant diamond or shining pearl the remakes yeah like i Which, played i played let's go and filled the pokedex on that because of course kanto region
1: i got um shining pearl and i just did not like playing it anywhere near as much as i liked playing shield so
2: yeah That's um weird. i loved arceus yeah i'm super excited for scarlet and violet Amazing. like uh ostara who listens to yav's pod she's gonna be listening to this episode because. Your boy is here, <laughs> uh, I'm bringing her, bringing her into the fold. Your boy, uh,
1: your boy, Jeremy. We
2: we already discussed it. Like I'm gonna get Scarlet. She's gonna get Violet. So that way we can do yeah. like Pokemon swap. Because I told like my pure goal in Pokemon games is to catch them all. I want a full Pokedex. Yeah. That's all I care about.
0: I mean, so, it's only been banged into our fucking head by the theme song for twenty years. Yes, gotta gotta <laughs> yes.
1: gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Pokemon.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. So, from Jeff, what was your favorite snack and drink that has since been discontinued?
1: I feel like y'all answered this several times on Yab's Pod. We Jeremy misses his ravioli that. pies. We get it, Jeremy. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Ravioli <great>. <laughs> pies. I'm still like angry about that.
1: I know. And, I miss, and the, I know. the freaking
2: pop tarts. <laughs> the like milk chocolate or whatever <laughs> pop tarts. The white chocolate fudge or whatever. Bring them back. Yeah.
1: Jeff, then, stop asking so li- many snack questions, Jeff.
2: <laughs> the man the man listens to your show. Bring my Pop-Tarts back. That's all I care about. <laughs> That's
0: true. The man does And this the ravioli the
2: pie. Bring those two back. That's all I need in life.
0: And then everyone knows mine is Vault Soda and... Uh, oh, no. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. It's Vault Soda and the uh, Rice Krispie Treat cereal. Yeah. So what about you, Nate?
1: Yeah. Um, so for me, I'm going to have to say for snack... PB Crisps. Do you guys remember
2: those? Vaguely. They were like the no. crispy
1: shell that had like flavored peanut butter on the inside and they were just so freaking good. That does sound tasty. I yeah, like they were butter. really good. And then drink. So this was a very early energy drink. It was like one of the first sodas I knew of. that had guarana in it. It was called Josta.
2: I remember Josta.
1: Yeah. like they. It didn't last very long, but I used to love that stuff. Had like a Black Panther or jaguar on its label
2: you you know what drink i would say What's that when i was in high school i'll see if you guys can guess we would buy these 20 ounce bottles of drink can't call it soda it was drink was that every those day
1: fruitopias or yes
2: fruitopia <laughs> we bought fruitopia every single day but i found a bottle of it as an adult I found it somewhere bought it And Jesus Christ, that stuff is gross. It's so
1: sweet, dude. It's
2: so much sugar in there. Like, I'm surprised it's not like a syrup instead of a liquid. Because of how (laughs) much sugar they put into it. It's like, they can keep that in the past. I don't need that anymore. But I did drink that literally every single day of high school.
1: And we wonder why we're all fat now.
2: (laughs) Fruitopias, the rectangle pizza, and tater tots or crinkle cut
0: fries every day. <laughs> um all right so kana wants to keep up with the snack theme what is your favorite snack to eat while gaming uh i would say so i always tend to avoid potato chips because they get your hands all greasy yep, and i don't yep. feel like using chopsticks to eat them and be fancy <laughs> yeah i like uh like almonds nice um peanuts uh cashews things like that because it's like it's a good salty or sweet depending on what kind you get snack and uh, it's not going to oil up your hands a whole bunch. Yeah. So
1: I try not to eat too much while I'm playing games. But like if I'm playing like a JRPG or something where there's a lot of time reading stuff, I like to have some uh, chex mix. Yeah, oh yeah, chex mix is delicious.
2: <laughs> yeah, I'm like Nate. I don't. I try not to eat while I'm playing because I don't want to ruin the very expensive controllers <laughs> these new consoles come with. Yeah. Right. But like playing Judgment and playing Yakuza Zero. I had that bag, which I talked about on Yab's pod, of the big Sour Patch Kids, mm. yeah. and I would just, like, crack that open and eat, you know, four or five Sour Patch Kids while a cutscene was going on. Dude, and I'm, I was, like, they, I'm, they're
1: I'm not, not going to get i your- third one of these controllers, too. Like, I don't need to ruin oh, any uh, more of these. Like- yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. I'm surprised mine's hung in there as long as it has. Uh, From Jeff, have you ever pulled a George Costanza and ate food while you were having sex? No, there is only one thing I eat while having sex. And that's Thanks. ass, son. <laughs> other side, brother.
2: Come on. <laughs> um, see, I knew I knew I would get eaten ass into this episode. <laughs> um, I think not you did during say that the sex too. that I know of. I can't recall eating during sex, but I did have a girlfriend in high school who I was watching a football game. This sounds like a dream come true, but she was a psychopath. <laughs> she went in the kitchen, made me a sandwich, brought it to me, and gave me a blowjob while I was eating it and watching football, which sounds like a dream come true for any man, but she was a legitimately a psychopath. <laughs> and I learned like the crazy ones are usually the most fun in bed. So The ones who do shit like that, yeah. <laughs> the Harley
1: Quinns of the world. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's why I say, yeah, you, you gotta choose to fuck Harley Quinn because she's gonna make you a sandwich and blow you <laughs> while you're eating it, but then she's gonna, like, light your car on fire when you don't answer a text message at three in the morning.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think back, because I don't mean to brag, but I've had a lot of sex. Um, I don't think I've ever eaten food during it, though. Like, maybe chewed gum? Oh, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I think i anything. Put an uh, ice cube I mean, like, in my
1: mouth, you know.
2: Like, like Nate said, technically, I eat every time I have sex because <laughs> yeah. I'm a giver. Yeah. So I'm going to get that out of the way first.
1: Right. Yeah, of, cu- well, of course. I,
2: I like to tell girls that I'm dating, like, if we don't, when intercourse starts, if you're not already up two to zero on the board, I'm not doing what I'm supposed <laughs> to be doing. Like, you need to be at least up two zero on the board. So... <laughs> Next.
1: You only need to score once, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> yeah, I only get one point, but I, I like I like to make it a very lopsided victory for her. <laughs> Usually, I aim for like the twelve to fifteen mark.
0: Good lord! Yeah. Uh, on that note, do you have a favorite Bat gadget? Something or... kind of
1: basic. Yes, I think the one I would go with is just honestly the grappling hook, like uh, the one he shoots out, because like just so useful. There's so many different uses for it, like just of travel and get somewhere fast like that. I, I dig it.
2: Yes, oh, yeah. I do. And I'm going to call back to this, ep- this week's episode of Yab's Pod, because I told Dalton he did not realize there was a Batman movie in 1966. Have you seen this movie, Nate? The, is this the one...
1: um with the bomb scene, where they run the bomb down yes. the pier. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He's, yeah. like, running, and, like, he runs, and there's, like, a mom with a stroller, and he runs somewhere else, and there's, like, a group of kids. He's like, oh, some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. Yeah. But no, <laughs> there's a scene in that movie where they're in the Bat-copter, and Batman, like, falls out, and he's, like, hanging by the, uh, what are the feet on the helicopter called? I know what you're talking whatever. about. I can't think of the name. A yeah, like um, tr- treasure, and- or sort of whatever they're over the water and a shark jumps up and bites Batman's leg so he's hanging from a helicopter with a shark hanging off his leg and he's like quick Robin give me the bat shark repellent and Robin <laughs> like hands him an aerosol can he sprays it on the shark and the shark just like yep. fucks off Adam West so yeah, Batman it like, was something yes. man a <laughs> so bat shark repellent is my favorite back end. I'm with, I feel like <laughs> just I like it. It's so ridiculous. I, I can't top that, but I was Do just gonna say- Do you have th- to watch that movie? Don't yeah. you have to watch it? It's so campy and cheesy, it's hilarious. I,
0: I was gonna say, just like the remote Batarangs, but now I feel like Bat-Shark bad repellent probably. Dude, there, the there's wonderful. a
2: scene in that movie where, I want to say part of the plot is, I think it's the Riddler is trying to like, Riddler Joker's trying to rob a bank and basically he uses a dehydration ray on his henchmen and turn them into dust. And then he's going to like put the dust in the vault and then they'll like rehydrate them and they'll come back as the henchmen and get all the money out of the vault. So he does the, re- the rehydration or the dehydration ray. And so the people are going to disappear. You can very clearly see where like the cell. Where they had filmed the people and then put it they like cut the people out of a strip of film and put them on top of another strip of film of the room they were in, so they could like remove those pieces of the people <laughs> you could see the outlines of like the film <laughs> where they jaggedly cut it out <laughs> uh, it's because it's in 66 so it's yeah. the best they could do yeah it's just that movie is so great. it's an instant classic
0: and that that question was from Kana, and then the final question was, do you have a favorite Batman villain? Na- Na- much I- so. I'm sure we know that I'm. I'm gonna guess that yours is condiment, man. Like it has to be. <laughs> no, I- I'm sure it's ice to meet you, baby. Right?
1: Yeah, like everyone knows that I'm a huge Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> fan, and then just the fact that he played Mr. Freeze, and Mr. Freeze has <laughs> this great origin story and is a great villain overall, where he's kind of like more of a torn kind of like he's doing things because of tragedy that happened in his life with Nora, his wife, and. He ends up being helpful in some situations, too. He's just like one of the more compl- complicated villains, and I really like that about him. And the Arnold Schwarzenegger representation was hilarious. Come
3: on. <laughs> yeah.
2: But his, his suit in that movie was on point. Yeah. Like, his, his portrayal was a little ridiculous. That whole movie was a little yeah. ridiculous.
1: It was camp. And, it was campy uh, as hell. Yeah.
2: And the reason that happened was Tim Burton did the first two movies, and the first two movies were dark. Yeah. Well, they weren't selling a lot of toys. So Warner Brothers was like, we're not selling toys. We're getting rid of Tim Burton. We want to make these movies more family friendly. And, you know, you end up with that. Yeah. My <laughs> wife
1: still says her favorite Batman's Michael Keaton.
2: Oh, yeah.
0: Is that the suit with the nipples? <laughs> no, that's, no, that's, no, that's Clooney. Yeah, that's Clooney. Oh,
1: okay. Batman Forever.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. No, Batman and Robin. Oh, you're I right. That is
1: Batman and Robin. Forever is Kilmer. Yeah. You're
2: right. Yeah. Forever is Kilmer. And uh, who was the bad guy in that movie? Two-Face was that the right? Harvey Dent. Yeah, that was... Yeah, it was Harvey Dent. Two-Face yeah. The Tommy Lee
0: Jones. Yep. I think my favorite Batman villain is heavily based on the actor that I saw play him at one point. That's Riddler, man. Jim like, Carrey? Uh, Jim Carrey is the Riddler.
2: If you like Riddler, watch The Batman, the new one. Paul Dano does. Mm. an absolutely amazing job i need to see that like, still oh he kills it's on hbo max now and you can watch. it's long as hell but yeah man it is that's so the thing that so stops me
1: from watching the joker and the batman is because they're just so damn long and i have trouble well, sitting still for that long
2: the good thing about like streaming is you can watch like half of it <laughs> and then come back later and watch the other half but like both of those movies are a thousand percent worth watching um as far as my favorite villains um i don't like saying the joker but i love the joker because he has no motive Mm -hmm. he's just wants to watch the world burn yeah he just wants and like there's been multiple times where people have been like i can tell you batman's identity and he just kills him like in the dark night where the (laughs) yeah like the dark Knight, where the guy goes on a talk show he's like i'm gonna tell you batman's identity and joker's like I'll give a million dollars whoever brings me this guy's head because he's like I don't want to know I don't care yeah. I just want to fight Batman. Yeah, he, he likes ruins the fun. Bats.
1: Like, Joker is a great villain. Like it's oh, it's yeah. impossible now. He's like one of the greatest comic book villains of all time. Like oh yeah. yeah, there's a reason he's in so much stuff. You know.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. But other than Joker, I would say I love Bane. Yeah, Bane's an amazing enemy. But I also really love Killer Croc.
3: Yeah, because
2: Killer Croc just you know he was like a scientist who's in a freak accident and he kind of just wants to be left alone and people just keep fucking with him like he just he's like i just want to live in the sewers and just be a be a crocodile and just be left alone and like people just won't leave him alone yeah but i hated his portrayal in that suicide squad movie because that was not at all the comic book killer croc that was just absolute
0: garbage yeah um all right gentlemen I had a list pulled up, but we are running a bit long. Yes, yeah, it's super long. <laughs> so, uh, giveaway? Yeah, the, the show is typical Yabs Pod fashion leaking in. Yeah, we are going to get to yeah. the giveaway right now. Oh, yeah. All right. So we have the games lined up. I have names lined up, and uh, we're so, going to run them one by one. Yes, I'm
1: to pull them. Like you pull the first, I'll pull the next, and we'll just go down the line. That works for me. Say the game, right. game first and then the name of the winner. Yeah.
0: Okay, so the first game is The Dark Eye, Demonicon. Uh, and I believe that that is an RPG. So let me hit the little run button here real quick. Number, all right. And it looks like, all right, Dane. Dane is the winner of the first game, and that is The Dark Eye, Demonicon. Also, <laughs> I guess we should preface, once you hear this, uh, message one of us, <laughs> and we'll uh, we'll get the key to yeah. you. Yeah,
1: but every one of us... This- just message one of us, we'll send it to you. We both have the keys. Ready? Yeah. We might not All be right. able to get them to you immediately, because we might be busy, but we'll get them to you <laughs> that <Yeah>. day.
2: <laughs> don't message me, though, because I'll just ask you for money.
1: Oh, yeah. Don't don't message <laughs> Jeremy. Never <laughs> message Jeremy.
2: No, never, ever. <laughs> it's a bad idea.
1: <laughs> All right. All right. So, the next one we have give, to give away is Torchlight. All right. And that's kind of like diablo esque fun little game. So let me run the randomizer on this one. Doo, doo, doo. Hey, this one's going to our good friend, Ares Aradom.
0: All right, Torchlight. I feel like he'll like that. I think so, too. I feel, I feel, I feel like he'll like that. I think so. Um, all right, up next, The Flame and the Flood, which I think is like a roguelike game where you're going down a river and you have to like survive and there's like some, I think maybe a little horror element to it. I yeah. could be wrong. Um, let's... Let's see. um, I can count down. Ooh, Stephanie. Ah, nice. Miss Stephanie. I don't even know if she'll listen to this. I might just have to message her, but we'll see. (laughs) Stephanie, if you hear this, you won the Flame of the Flood. Congratulations. All
1: right. We have a real winner, a real big good game for this next one. It's not the grand prize, but I think this one is definitely worth writing home about. So up next, we have Garfield Kart Furious Racing. So let's roll the randomizer on this one.
0: It's funner than it sounds.
1: Yeah, so it's it's a great game. So Steamy, what do we got?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love who's getting this. This True. Garfield Kart Furious
1: Racing is going to good friend of the show, Jeremy.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Dude. honestly it's a fun fucking game
1: (laughs) we'll have to play it together sometime for real (laughs) that's awesome way
0: more it's like such a good kart racer i don't know it's janky in the best possible (laughs) yeah um all right this is small text let me zoom in uh ukulele and the impossible layer up next um let's run steamy and uh, laxby laxby all right Uh, all right dude you get ukulele and the impossible layer. i hope you enjoy that brother
1: well, yeah. Next up, we have uh, Rebel Galaxy. So let's roll the randomizer on this one. See who's coming up. Hey, this one's going to our good buddy, enthusiast Jeff. Jeff, you are the proud new owner of Rebel Galaxy.
0: That's rad. Like I, w- you know, I didn't have any choices of like who was going to get what, but like when we were deciding what keys to give away, and we picked Rebel Galaxy as one of them. In my brain, I was like, "I hope Jeff gets that because that's awesome. <laughs> Jeff loves space. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that's that's badass. He's our space boy. He's our space boy. He is. Um. So up next is uh, a game that I know Nate has played and uh, had a bunch of keys for. So we decided to chuck it up on here. Hell and yeah. Is H- Hob.
1: Yeah, it's a cool and- game. It's kind of like Legend of Zelda like. So whoever gets this one, hopefully you like Zelda games. All right. So
0: let's see. Um. Brian. Hey Brian, all right. Um, so you get Hob. Um, and yeah, uh, I hope you enjoy. it. I don't know much about it, but like like Nate said, if you like Legends of Zelda games, maybe maybe you'll dig it. All
1: right. Next up, we have Gone Home. Isn't that kind of visual novely?
0: Gone Home, I think, was one of the first quote unquote walking simulator games that uh, came that's out. That's right. That's right. It was like Gone Home. Everybody's gone to the Rapture, and there was like What Remains of Edith Finch. I think well, those were the three. Yeah.
1: All right. Let's roll for this one. All right. And this one is going to Kana. Wait, is that right? Yeah, this one's going to Kana. Sorry. I got confused for a second.
0: All right. Kana, Kana with the gone home. So walk on home, girl. (laughs) Um, and then from there, so the keys are stepping up a little bit now. Um, and I want to give a shout out. Nate provided these next three keys. Um, um, I mean, he's provided, we both provided some of the other ones, but like Nate specifically got these for this, for this giveaway. Yeah. Um, t- uh, so up next we have Grim Dawn, uh, which is a game that we have played for the show. Um, surprisingly, one of our most listened to episodes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's in our top five and I'm just like, hell yeah. Good for you, Grim Dawn. So let's see who's going to get Grim Dawn. Um, I'm going to hit the randomize button a few times. Adam. Arisa, Adam, getting Grim yeah. Dawn. Nice. Damn, man, what the fuck are the odds of that that he ended up with two of the uh, RPG games? Dude, listen, Adam, I have Torchlight and I have Grim Dawn. I know that we managed to play some uh, Hyperdimension Neptunia's uh, Neptune versus Zombies or whatever the hell that game is together. Let's play some Grim Dawn or Torchlight, bro. Let's do it because it's fun. Um, hell yeah. I love both those games. They're they're fantastic. I, but you know me, Diablo games. I'm all about them. Um, or Diablo-style games, I mean. So, go ahead and uh, tell people what's up next, my brother.
1: All right. Next one we got was Legends of Heroes Trails in the Sky. This is one that I am still going to finish soon, but very loved game. Very good for the show. Like, Dalton, I know you love this game like no other. It's tremendous. And, And I've been enjoying it a lot, too. So, let's go ahead and roll this one a couple times like Dalton did for Grim Dine. Okay. This one's going to Kana. Hey!
0: Hell yeah. Listen, I wanna take bets right now. Kana plays this game. How long till we get Estelle and it's just like <laughs> Estelle emojis and things. Like I think I just I feel like Kana's gonna fall in love with Estelle. That's awesome. I think so. Um hell yeah. And then the uh, the final one. I'm gonna let you run this final one because you you got these keys and okay. this is the big one.
1: Yeah, this is the big boy. We're finally rolling for Spider Man. Spider Man remastered for PC. Yeah. So Woo! it's a good one. Real good one. So we roll this one, drum roll,
0: and this one is going to Brian. Brian, all right, Brian getting Spider Man. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Well, that hell yeah. So if you won a game, if you entered, um, hit us up. We'll give you a key uh, or two keys in some cases. Right, uh, <laughs> just. Let us know, man. And thank you all for like listening. That's why we did this is because we finally got to that 10, five star reviews on iTunes and like just so many of y'all have been joining the discord and it's become such a cool fucking community. And like, I get messages from people who have joined who are just like, it's such a welcoming and nice place to be. And that, warms our hearts to hear yeah and that's even
1: with jeremy being a part of it so
0: like
2: and and then they say oh look a YabS pod channel Oh my eyes
0: (laughs) yeah it's the only channel in our discord that's 18 plus is the the (laughs) Yabs pod show chat just just in case (laughs) uh but man thank just thank you all for listening and whether you listen to steam machine Yabs pod anything under our umbrella y'all rock we we really do appreciate you guys um with that being said, the only thing left is to uh, announce the next game and then do some house cleaning. So, uh, Nate, you want to announce the next game? You want me to do it? I'll go ahead and
1: do it. I don't think it should be any big surprise, but just gave out a Steam key for this game. We're going to go ahead and do Spider-Man next for the next episode. Spider-Man Remastered for the PC. Yeah. Three of us have it, too. And it'll, it'll feel nice to do a relatively brand new game for once on the show. So, oh,
0: yeah. yeah, and I, I when, when you had decided to, you know, you like we wanted to hop into Spider-Man next, you I told you, I said, as much as you want to probably try Spider-Man, I said, wait till you are done with Arkham City.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because you're going to have to learn a new reverse button all over again because it's B and not Y. And I still hit Y <laughs> when I try to do it. so
2: And I will tell you, in Spider-Man, like Batman, if you don't learn how to dodge and stuff, it's not that big of a deal. Spider Man, if you don't learn how to dodge and parry, you're gonna get your ass handed to you later <laughs> on in the game. Like yeah, there's some enemies you have to learn how to do that stuff, and if you don't, you're just gonna get bodied in the end game.
0: Yeah, but I I'm really looking forward to it um because it's just such a fun game. Um
2: Speaking of, I played it when it first came out on PS4. I think I beat it in like two or three days. of everything i played miles morales but i didn't buy the remaster because at the time it came out i didn't have a ps5 i have a ps5 now but i'd already beaten both games i was like man well yesterday somebody well sunday somebody brought in a ps5 in the store to trade in with a stack of games and the miles morales ultimate edition was in there with the spider-man remastered the code is still in there but i don't know if it's any good so i'm gonna bring it home and if it's good still good i'm gonna download it and try the remastered
0: version oh yeah i uh like
2: i have to beat judgment first because i'm sick of (laughs) conflicting (laughs) combat styles yeah for real man
0: (laughs) yeah the uh i really like i've been playing spider-man a little bit like um in my free time which has become a lot less but is going to go back to normal a little bit here soon um but the uh it is just so fluid and fun and so pretty oh, i have yeah. to say though and I'll, I'll bring this up more on the actual episode when i was playing i had ray tracing on and it was pretty choppy when i was swinging around and then i turned ray tracing off a smooth buttery 60 <laughs> frames at all times so just to tell you that ray tracing is a big pull on your graphics card yeah <laughs>
2: now i know on ps5 i don't know if the pc port has it there's a way to run ray tracing with almost like a frame rate stabilizer so you can run race tracing but still have a smooth frame rate i don't know if they're doing that on pc or not
0: pc or nvidia cards have a thing called dlss which kind of does that uh yeah but i think
2: ps5 has dlss as well
0: yeah um yeah it's it's a magical thing but even with that like, it was still chugging to pull in ray tracing off all the windows and stuff. Like, it was just... But,
2: man, with ray tracing on in that game, it looks so damn gorgeous.
0: Yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I, t- I like to turn it on and then take my screenshots, and then I'll kick it back off. You know what I mean? Yep. Uh, but, yeah, then that just leaves the uh, housekeeping. If... You would like to check us out on Facebook. You can find us at facebook.com slash groups slash the Steam Machine Podcast Lounge or just the Steam Machine Podcast page. Um, I, I'm not super active on there. Uh, I do try to be, but you might as well just join the Discord at yep. this point. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Which is uh, bit.ly slash t-s-m-p Discord. Um, because yeah, All caps. And it's much less shitty than Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> right. <laughs> as, as a general whole uh and then also check us out if you like to support the show uh please uh check us out over at patreon.com slash the steam machine podcast with an extra special shout out to sir cogs with the seventh of juniper jeff the original expendable mr syllables old jeffy Lou himself arisa adam shout out to his podcast revival and extinction james the steam machine hall monitor hall and team retro go check out him on youtube you guys and rock uh and we appreciate you guys very much um on the patreon you get your episodes early um as soon as i'm done recording i might go ahead and upload them to the patreon so you can just check it out whenever um and also like i do some extra stuff on every now and then i do like music episodes um and i'll probably i haven't gotten to it yet but i would like to start uh playing some of the more uh adult games that i don't believe that willie and nate would enjoy as much as i do so i might do some solo episodes on the patreon talking about those and uh I know at least Connor will enjoy hearing about them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah, man. Other than that, uh I think I covered everything. Uh check out YavSpod, yet another BS podcast that me and Jeremy me. host weekly. Um it is a uh, it, we just shoot the shit and answer fan questions. And we've been getting more and more questions and it's been wonderful. It's been a blast.
2: Oh, speaking of Yavspod, um you have tryptophobia, right? Does this tattoo bug you?
0: Actually, no, that's not bad. Okay. Because that looks like a bite mark to me. That doesn't look yes. like just
2: like uh holes, like
0: holes in your skin. Yeah. Like yeah. It doesn't yeah. look like worms are gonna crawl out of that anytime.
2: <laughs> well, if it was easier mm-hmm. for me to show you, I actually have a hole on my arm and it's it grosses me out, so I'm pretty <laughs> sure it will gross you out. Probably we would like I had something like a pencil lead or something stuck in it forever. Like from middle school to like my twenties. And like when I was getting tattoos, I was like, What is that? And I just started like aggressively scrubbing and scraping at it and it came out but there was just like perfectly formed little hole of skin where it was where it like it grown around it and i was just like Hugh! and <laughs> my tattoo artist saw it and he was like <laughs> and like yeah it just it just grossed everybody that saw it out so uh, yeah That's yeah, uh, it's bad i hate it
0: uh yeah, and you can also check me out on the JRPG Report Weekly uh, JRPG News Show, where it's a, it's a family-friendly podcast. Uh, I actually don't cuss on that one, if you can believe it. And yeah, just talk about the news and stuff. This is going to be a big week. There's been some serious JRPG news that has come out in this past week, so I'm uh, I'm looking forward to doing that episode tomorrow. But on that note, gentlemen, we've been here a while. So uh, for Nate, oh, is there anything else that you guys would like to say here at the end?
1: No, I got nothing to advertise this time listen to the yab spot hear more jeremy
2: yeah hear me it's it's way worse than this I oh was absolutely PG thir- i was yeah. pretty pg-13 on this episode but you're gonna get like the nc-17 over there yeah
0: i'm proud of you we only brought up eating ass once
2: <laughs> yeah yeah one time and that would not have happened i believe if i had not been here
0: <laughs> you're right you're absolutely right uh but yeah, on that note, uh, from one half of the Destructo Bros, Bros Nate, and my buddy Jeremy from YavsPod, uh, thank you for listening. Jeremy, thank you for joining us for this episode. Sure, And man. we will catch you in two weeks for some Spider-Man. Woo! And remember, with great power comes great responsibility. And now you know. Take it easy, everybody.